0: You are listening to the Redleaf Retrocast, your best location to learn, remember, and relive the past the present. I hope you enjoy today's anime episode ahead of you, and I hope this also gets you to go check out an anime from the past. And now, onto to the show. episode 42. It is the right answer. It is the right podcast. I had to do it. It's the Redleaf Retrocast anime edition and we're reviewing Treasure Island today. I'm your host JD and I'm joined by two, well, one host who's sick and then another host who's the best host. How are you feeling? Inform the audience.
1: (laughs) But I guess that is that is expected because i'm i i am a trash of a human being but that's oh,
2: fine no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> feeling more
3: trash than usual
1: <laughs> yeah i have a stomach ache a, a urge to vomit and i feel my my throat is sore as well but i'll be fine i'll just have a soft voice in the background from time to time mm. just ignore me uh, and yet,
3: he's still here to podcast. That's, if that doesn't deserve a five-star iTunes review, then I don't know what does. <laughs> Borderline <laughs> yeah. ASMR
1: at shit. this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got my degree, at least. Finally got my degree. Uh, Congratulations. And I'll, be, I'll be getting the papers to get my lawyer license and start working.
0: Ooh. Freelancer, correct?
1: Yeah, because, you know, I don't have a father who is a lawyer or judge. I don't have anyone, <laughs> so I have to work as a freelancer.
0: <laughs> you've, joined, you've joined my life in the, in the uh, glorious area of freelance work.
1: Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hooray. I might become
1: a base <laughs> <and> civil servant, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking about it.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Well, the host that mo- knows almost the most, Tori.
3: Almost? What are you, what are you doing?
0: What, you've been playing Resident oh. Evil 2, haven't you?
3: Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. That is a uh, video game, that is. I never played uh, the original, I've never played a Resident Evil game. I've never played a Silent Hill game in my entire life, both of which I want to do. So, with the uh, release of the uh, new Resident Evil 2, I decided, sure, why not? And uh, yeah, that game's been a lot of fun and uh, definitely got me a couple times with a couple of scares and... uh, A couple spooks? Yep, it's been a while since I played a, well, it's been a while since I played a scary game in general. But I don't remember ever getting scared of playing a video game, but this has got me a couple taps, so that's a good sign.
1: <laughs> I assume you never played Fear as well.
3: Uh no, I don't think I did. No. Oh. There's ah, a lot fears. of there's a lot of scary games I missed out on.
0: Silent Hill 2 is really scary, really spooky. So <clears throat> i
3: heard. How far
0: are you, you in Resident Plays Evil 2? Tofu? Did you start with Claire or
3: Leon? I started with Leon. I just went with that way the top. Um so I'm not that far uh i just uh I just went and met met Claire outside the police station and uh then the chopper fucking when the, when the chopper crashes into the building and fucking explodes. Oh, you're not far at all. and then the no, I'm not far at all. I haven't been playing that much, so I'm pretty much at the start. uh like it's been it's been fun i don't I don't sit down and play for very long. And uh it's been a couple of days since I played it last, but uh yeah, I definitely need to get back to that and keep playing more. See where it actually goes. Oh, it goes places. It's a resonance. Oh I know.
1: <laughs> it goes places.
3: I know. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> no, I've seen no, speedrun. I've seen a speedrun, it's so fun. Makes me makes me a little bit it makes me a little bit, you know, mad that you know, right now there's in the new game you can't just run past zombies as easily anymore and there is no there is no uh you can run past some of them, but... Uh, I mean, the annoying thing... Well, it's not even annoying. I, I like it. But, you know, once a zombie is sawn to you and he is chasing you, just prepare for that thing to follow you to the ends of the earth because <laughs> there is no loading screens here. There are... I mean, you do have the main room, which is, for now, a safe room, but... Other than that, they're following you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you haven't met...
0: Uh... Yeah, there's, uh, there's one section of Leon's playthrough that always made me uncomfortable, and uh, playing the remake yeah. still made me uncomfortable. I, I, Tori, I've already replayed the entire original <laughs> in anticipation no, I believe it. for this game. Yeah, I, I, qu- I quite like Resident Evil 2. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Fatal Frame 2 is the other one that scares the living piss out of me.
1: Oh, Fatal oh, that 2. That, that game is a piece of shit.
0: Fatal Frame 2? <laughs>
1: Uh, every fiddle the, the the frame the newer
0: they, ones are pretty bad because it's it, no, it literally yeah, became like waifu ones, waifu in a dark house <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah like the first ones they are a piece of shit because they scare you it's oh, like the, okay, oh okay, get yeah. to the haunting house with your camera and you just like <laughs> go around with this little window <laughs> so you can <laughs> peek through the camera and something just jumps in front of you it's uh, oh my god the last one, you know, with the bikinis and half-naked fourteen-year-old thick girls <laughs> going around haunted houses is just way too weird. Okay,
0: it's pretty. It's a pretty Japanese funny. Game with Yeah, it's pretty. It got pretty ridiculous when the Wii U uh, made in a Blackwater came out. Alrighty. Um, I did get. To, I did try to play the Anthem demo. I'm sure you guys have heard of that game.
1: Yeah, I heard. Of, I heard about the demo.
0: Oh God. <laughs> I tr- so I played the private demo at the video game place I like going to, and then the open demo for people at home uh, started yesterday. Well, lo and behold, it's worse than ever. <laughs> I tried playing it for an hour, and it crashed on three separate occasions. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So
1: have p- you seen have you stars. seen the <laughs> the release table they, uh EA uh, dropped on Twitter?
0: No. Wait. What happened? Oh,
1: it's it's just. It's something really bad. Basically, there are tiers of players, let's play that, or <laughs> better way to say that there's tiers of payers. And if you are the, the Count Cash, you have the full game in a like three month anticipation launch. If you're not that guy, you can play like 10 hours of the game, two hours of the game, 10 minutes of the game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The
0: whole, the whole, yeah. There's like a chart of level of pay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw like, it. It's super confusing.
1: Basically, I I looked at that. I was like, the game is already done. They just want to <laughs> milk some people out of their money. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh that's pretty horseshit.
0: So yeah, yeah. I saw some I saw some tweets about that as well. Okay, now we're on the same page. Well, cool. Um, in real life. Bowling's been going well. I did pretty well last night, guys.
1: Nice. Yes. But well, I mean, there. when you leave out of here, I expect you to go well every single time.
0: Yeah. Well, I got, I did get a new new bowling ball. I got a new uh, bowling bag for my birthday coming up. My parents were nice enough to get me that first new bags in like, fifteen years. <laughs> Damn, it was about time. Yeah, it was about to. Uh, yeah, these these bags <laughs> might have been. <laughs> refurbished and sewn together more times than I can count now um, so it was about time uh, been, been going well um, I'm watching a bunch of anime in my free time after I'm done with getting up at 4.30 in the morning for work and since this is the oh, anime cast maybe we should move on <laughs> Maybe, maybe let's talk about some anime Tori, I'm going to play a quick drop because that's what I do you can talk about your movie today. Okay, let's rock the dragon just for you.
3: Fantastic! Imagine if I could hear it. Uh, so, as per as is per usual with me, I have watched a couple of movies before this cast, and the movies I watched was uh, from we're now in 1993, and I watched well 1993 to 1994 i watched ninja scroll oh boy another another loop on the third uh Sam on a rail uh loop on the third again and a movie called junkers come here and i'm not going to be talking about ninja scroll even though i'm sure a lot of people be like oh ninja scroll i remember that uh and oh Sam on rail which was the uh, movie that i thought i would be talking about because it's about World War II. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, no, I decided not to talk about that because it is about World War II and it's about a Japanese girl living in North Korea uh, during World War II. And, um, but it wasn't that interesting. So, this yeah, movie yeah, that I actually yeah. will be talking about is called Junkers Come Here. And uh, Junkers Come Here is uh, by was made by Studio Triangle Staff and uh, who's done, obviously, Venus War. Macross Plus and Lane, and the summary that once again JD has decided to put in the uh, agenda for me so that I don't have to look it up I am a uh, kind uh, host (laughs) sure is Hiromi Nosawa is a young 6th grader with a fairly normal life and a talking pet dog named Junkers with her mother at work all hours of the day and her father constantly overseas, tension in the household is building uh, up quickly Making Hiromi concerned that her parents might not stay together much longer. Luckily, Junkers has the ability to grant three miracles. But are miracles strong enough to save Hiromi's family? No. Because apparently they 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 don't believe no. that uh, <laughs> I gotta say, they made that sound way more dramatic than it than it is uh, it actually is it no not that it is that it is, but then it should be. Um because yes. The th- the funny thing is, when you're introduced to this movie, you're introduced to uh junkers or yunkers yunkasu if you will uh the, the dog junk. he is oh <laughs> he is like uh a he's a your typical dog except for you know he goes to the he goes to the toilet in public toilets and uh he also flushes he's a good boy That's, and that, he absolutely he's a good boy <laughs> and he talks well Although, i mean we can deal
0: yeah, without that sorry.
1: He's Although, uh, he's like a normal dog, except he can grant you wishes, but that's fine. Well, yeah. that, was, that wasn't okay. even mentioned on your synopsis about the, the dog.
3: I mean, okay, the thing is, uh, the he talks, but he doesn't talk to other people. He only talks to uh, to Me, No one else. He doesn't talk in front of anybody else. Oh, so it's like the, the show Wilfred. Him. He talks. Oh. Yeah, essentially. And of course, he's also a genie. A genie combined dog. Uh, that can offer three miracles, but as any normal human being would when they hear that their dog, although he can already talk, but when they hear that their dog says that he can perform miracles, he to me goes, yeah, right. I'm not a kid <laughs> I anymore take a
1: doctor, <laughs> because that is not normal
3: uh, but yeah, now nah, it's um, it's an interesting uh it's an interesting movie that I actually quite enjoyed because this movie deals with obviously. Parents who aren't there. She is from a. Uh, I mean, her from a fairly wealthy family. Like they're good off. They live in a big house, and she has people. She has a private tutor. She has a maid that's there to make food for her and take care of her and every all of everything like that. So she is taken care of. But you know, her parents are never there, and the parents would never anime. see each other. <laughs> yep, and the parents never see each other. Uh, they try to be there for her whenever it's possible, but over the years, that has been less and less. And as the family kind of slowly uh, splitting up. Um, and obviously, but the parents aren't really that worried about their, about their daughter because she is a big girl and she can take care of herself, which she proves many times she is capable. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is just kind of a facade she's putting up. She is actually not in such a good place uh, herself. She is fairly depressed. And over the course of the movie, she gets more and more depressed, as the parent, her parents kind of keep putting stuff on her, like, we're getting a divorce, uh, I, the mother going, I'm thinking of moving to San Francisco, or I have a job, received a job opportunity in San Francisco that has already been decided I'm going to take, so I'm going to take you with me to San Francisco, and I'm going to divorce your father, and you know, all things that, when you consider the fact that she's a sixth grader, it's kind of heavy, and yet because of the way she is, she kind of has to play it up. as She is a so big and strong girl who can take it. It's like, it's it's okay. I so can the mother it.
0: gets a new job and just says, ah, fuck it. I'm going to take you. We're going across the world and I'm
3: divorcing your dad. <laughs> no, not no? like that. That's just, uh, the way it works is, she first asks <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of in like a, in like non confirmative way. Like she asks hitomi uh, you know, what what she would think if, if she and her, if uh, her mom and dad were to get a divorce. Uh-huh. Uh, she's kind of just like that's not really up to me. Is it? I said, like I have to deal with it. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it, it's
3: that's kind of her. It's her. It's her mindset, right? She. It's like it's not. She can't force. She knows that she can't force her mother and father to be together if they don't like each other. But you know, she obviously doesn't want them. But she's not going to say want them to split up. But she's not going to say it. So, and then obviously her mother gets. Uh, f- uh, Her mother's been away all day in a meeting later on. And then when she comes home, she lets her know that she's actually been offered a job opportunity, or rather, been decided that she's going to take the job at a hotel in San Francisco as the manager. So, uh, and she wants to take uh, her daughter with her, obviously.
0: Um, This still sounds like she got a new job offer, and just now she just goes, okay, I think it's time for a divorce. Yeah. Yeah,
3: obviously.
1: It was the the best uh excuse she got.
0: Right. Of course. (laughs) Of course.
3: But it's like
1: job. I don't like your father anymore. So let's get a divorce.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but I mean it also it also makes sense because like in the sense it's not because of the job offer. They've like they don't see each other ever. Because she is at work literally all day and her father is he He works as like he shoots uh commercials and advertisements and whatnot and because you know typical japan they can't just do like a uh commercial locally in the country so he's like always out of country so he also can't leave can't leave her daughter with him because he is he can't take her he's not allowed to take her with him so he would have to put her if if like hiromi you know, we were to stay with his dad he would have to put her in a house with someone to watch over him while he is literally gone Three hundred out of three hundred sixty-five days a year.
1: So wait, he's shooting like advertisement for Japanese people, right? Yep,
3: yep. And, and he is in France. Japan. Yep, in France and in, uh, in Africa, everywhere. They they don't do advertisements. In, it's it's weird
1: in Japan. They're, yeah, I know. I, their always, jobs I was are... setting I was setting you up for racist joke, but you you didn't follow the bait.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, you're not getting me with that. Not here. Not now. <laughs> but yeah. So and. Obviously, no, sh- no shock. Junkers is actually not a talking dog, nor is he capable of performing miracles. He is. uh was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She is. Uh, she, Junk- Junkers just lost is her mind. His- it's that simple. <laughs> no, Junk- Junkers is uh, is here on his mind. it's here on his mind. It's her dog, but uh, she is obviously kind of using him as a, uh, scapegoat. You know, no, like as like a, fa- as like a fantasy, uh, fantasy friend, you know, a made vessel a friend. of her emotions. Well, I mean it,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a scapegoat for her emotional state. Exactly. So, you know, yep. It's and what that's... we do with anime.
3: Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Basically yeah. No, and that's, that's his, that is his role. Essentially. That, that is what he does. Uh, and yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Like you see her, how she like falls in love with her, uh, Despite being a sixth grader, she falls in love with her uh, uh, teacher. Although mm-hmm. it's not so much love, she falls in love with him. It's more that uh, he is kind of has kind of become her father figure, where her father is never there, and it all kind of boils up until this emotional point at the end, where it's like she can't take it anymore, and she is just kind of breaking down. And you know, her mother comes home, and the private uh, the teacher kind of confronts her, and he's like asked her how what you what she like if she thinks her relationship with her family is good or whatnot. and she says, yeah, it's perfect we always think think of what's best for our daughter and it's just like, when was the last time you see you saw her cry and she's like she never cries, <laughs> but she's already cried like a million times, and she is literally breaking down right in her room right now breaking down like you just oh, think because so you haven't sad. seen her, yeah, so it's about and uh, uh ultimately it's about you know family neglect. This uh, this movie was also shown. You uh, picked by like uh, the uh, educational uh, board of Japan to show in schools on how you know to educate educate parents on their educate kids and parents on the uh, on you know parental neglect and right. whatnot. And uh, it's, like, opinion, the, it's, it's pretty, like one of the it's beginning. Good
0: it's like one of the beginning arcs in uh, Great Teacher Onizuka.
3: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, and uh, although this one is a little bit more emotional, in my opinion. So, yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, there isn't a um a jacked up 21 year old coming into someone's <laughs> house with a sledgehammer.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, th- that never happened. <laughs> Although this one did have a talking dog who can perform miracles. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, yeah, Relatable. Yeah, we can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah. We all have one of those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, sounds like you recommend it, yet. Tori.
3: Yeah, no, I I would really recommend it. Like, uh, for me, this one... Obviously, for me, this one... Like, as somebody who was uh, grown up in a family who was like, I only have other. mother. Uh, although, I, I'm i not going to say that I relate to this because I pretty much only had one parent my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is... And, you know, but she has been... and You know, it's not... It's nowhere near these levels. But I do find that familiar some of the feelings, right? Because as a kid, my mother, she works offshore. Uh, so she would be gone, like two weeks at a time, and again, this is only two weeks, right, and she'd be home, home for a month, so it's not, it's not bad, but there were definitely times when I was younger where I was a little bit sad that, you know, my mother had to leave, so it is some of those things in here, some of the feelings in here, they are definitely familiar to me.
0: Mm-hmm. See, the trick is, Tori, you gotta be like me and just leave your parents first.
3: You know, <laughs> they would have told me that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I would have packed up my, I would have packed up my diapers. We could, have met in ger- we could have met in germany <laughs> well i wouldn't have gone to germany so no <laughs> i don't i don't think
1: i don't think tory was alive at that moment <laughs> oh, just kidding <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> he was
0: come on We're <laughs> just kidding with you <laughs> you know Tori, how I mean, old were it... you in 2005 <laughs> it's
1: not one who who got like you know and uh, said uh, the fucking Berlin
3: Wall being made? Uh, <laughs> hey, I was, I, was I was born 10 it years was old. being torn
0: down. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was ten years old in 2005.
0: Um, so you could have gone to Germany, and 10 years old. yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, you would have been in uh fifth grade. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. we wouldn't have been in the same class. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? You think so? <laughs> Fuck, that means I graduated high school when you were in fifth grade. Oh, Christ!
1: <laughs> well,
3: yeah, <dear>. grandpa,
0: <laughs> I'm old.
1: <laughs> oh no! You know what's interesting? I was in fourth grade, and I, I'm pretty sure I, at that time I've, I've watched more anime than you. <laughs> that is that is actually that is actually very interesting. <laughs>
0: Well, it's more accessible now. Wasn't very accessible when I was growing up.
3: Should have grown up at the right time, then. Oh, you know what, Tori, you're right. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah. How do you you perform
0: a reverse birth? There's an an anime plot for you. Uh, Mm, No, actually, that is a (laughs) doujin.
1: Yeah, that is actually a type of... Uh, born. Uh, uh, I, I, will <laughs> I will not describe how <laughs> it. Uh, it, it involves a lot of Vaseline, a head, and a vagina. Uh, that's not entering that thing. Can we just move on? That's a very interesting movie,
3: by the way. Uh, <laughs> These things, by the way, that we're talking about, now, have nothing to do with none of this.
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm really bad. I I feel very sick, so I'm just sidetracking a lot. I'm so um, using that
0: in a commercial for future episodes.
3: <laughs> of course, you
1: are. <laughs> I can I can also relate to the story of this movie. Uh, my father's uh, got a divorce when I was like four years old, five years old. Uh, so yeah. And yeah, I I but I I got used to seeing like my father working every single day, like he would go out at 7 a.m. and just come back at 9 p.m. And well, so, yeah. you know, I would just lunch by myself and uh, do everything by myself. So, hmm. I don't know, hmm. I just got used to it. I didn't have a dog, probably. Let's, <laughs> Let's see.
0: <laughs> you had anime. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a dog. I, I had, had anime, that's true. <laughs> uh, when I got back from Germany, I found out my parents were divorced.
3: <laughs> Where's dad? Oh, he's not living here anymore. Oh, <laughs> What happens? Oh well, you know stuff.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Stop! You'll never see him again. I guess I'll go. To, <laughs> I,
0: I guess I'll go to college now.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. So what's uh, what's his address? I need to ship him this German sausage I bought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had returned to the
0: states, and that's when they told me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't bring any sausage with you. No, you, went to you, can't, you
0: can't bring, wow. can't bring like uh, seeds and meat and stuff on, pla- on no? planes internationally. No, you can't do that.
1: Oh, I I did that when I went to Washington. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, maybe I, it's different in South America, and, but you can't do that in America. Well, like, I mean, United they, States of America. Me,
1: they handed me a file, so like, dude, are you carrying any of those things? Like, no, I'm not. And they never checked my baggage, so oh, that's my,
0: my bags always oh. get checked when I
3: go through international travel like that. Mine did not. always I was asked. I I was asked, I was like, do you have any food? And I just started laughing at the fucking TSA agent. Like he was a fucking idiot. The second I know, time I I came... no. <laughs> Yeah, I got
0: I get a good I got a good story for that. The second time I came back from uh from Germany, I had a bunch of gummy bears and, and um chocolate I brought back with me. And the do- the uh, the drug dogs went fucking crazy over my bag. And so I was taken I was taken into that room uh uh, for about two hours, and my mom was picking me up at the airport, and she's like, "Where the fuck is he? Now he won't answer his phone. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's ran away." <laughs> oh, uh, the, TSA- just had- the TSA officers ended up taking all of my gummy bears. They left the chocolate, but they took all of the gummy bears.
3: <laughs> These are drugged up. <laughs> God. oh, oh like, you, should do- a, you should do- have had you should have had a clear plastic bag of some sugar or something in there that would have been perfect <laughs> oh yeah that'll that would go over very well in <laughs> united states border control <laughs> yep you know okay
0: it. <laughs> so enough storytelling uh we got some uh, manwa fuck as i play this one
4: i know too much about you are you still gonna kill me
0: yeah okay you, icky we yes. have a segment that we introduced in the previous episode and it's called the Manga Manwa Checkout and it's a new segment really? where each episode we will highlight a manga or manwa or a webtoon if it's separate after reading the first volume or uh, X amount of chapters kind of pre-decided so our second checkout is over the uh, manwa which was Tori's suggestion. You kind of brought it up in the previous episode. Sure did. Called uh, Girls of the Wilds. It's a Korean manhwa webtoon series written by Hoon and illustrated by Xena, not the Warrior Princess, haha. <laughs> Released August 2011 and is available on what web- webtoons? Iki would you care to read the uh summary from Anime Planet? Gigantic summary. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, thanks for asking the guy who can't even think straight to <laughs> really fucking ten lines of paragraph. Uh, Wilds High has a forty-two-year-old history as a fighting-specialized, girls-only private high school, meant solely for the elite. It is also the place of the Wilds League, that Wilds League is held, the most popular event in the country. And the only place in the world where teenage girls have brutal fights with their lives on the line. I'm so hard right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't think that's in there. <laughs> I'm so hard right now just reading this. Mm. <laughs> uh,
1: one year, uh, one year the school changed from girls only. To a mixed gender school, bullshit. It went from a girls only to one boy mixed <laughs> <laughs> in the girls.
3: The mixed school. <laughs> That's all in it.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know. I'd say it mixed is it more like at least five people, nope. <laughs> at least five boys, just like uh, prison school. Uh, <laughs> the only male student, <laughs> Song jaigu has been granted a full three year scholarship regardless of the grades, of his grades. Uh, being someone who had spent very, every moment either working or taking care of his younger brother and sister, he accepted. But after meeting Queen, the bloody champion of the Wilds League, drenching her in coffee, calling her a monster, and getting caught and in saying, hang on.
0: Wait. <laughs> Something happened? Uh-oh.
3: I think his dad came for him, or his brother.
0: Okay, well, he was about to read uh, seeing a girl uh, in a shower, oh, and he was I'm totally back. caught.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yep. Mm,
0: yeah. Obviously, uh, that, that almost
2: proved fatal. In,
1: <laughs> yeah. His scholarship could prove fatal. Well, not really. Maybe. Not could because it? of the girls. The girls, they, they made sure to tell you uh, he has some abs, and the, every single girl in the school who can pretty much kill him instantly wants his ass. There's a shot about that in the moment.
3: Yeah, so yeah. We, he is the object here.
0: <laughs> we read about we were supposed to read the first twenty chapters, uh, and but yeah. you two had already read like the whole thing, so this was new to me. <clears throat> so Any... I, I I didn't know really what to expect, other than you guys spoke highly of it. And you're right. I do. I do like the uh, the joking that the male is the subject of objectivity in this. I thought that was a neat little thing. There's a lot of jokes where uh, he has to change in the middle of the um, like classroom, <laughs> and <laughs> then all of a sudden he looks left, and like every girl in the school has their cell phones out, snapping pick trying to snap a picture of him. Yeah, he's just
1: like. <laughs> he's out of like training or uh, physical education and he's just like uh, drenching himself in in water in the fountain and he looks at the school and there's like a bunch of girls just screeching and and taking pictures
0: (laughs) yeah it's pretty good uh they they also the the principal i guess you could call him he Sets out this is how it all kind of kickstarts. He sets out a, I guess, objective where, in order for these female students in the school to like find their I don't want to say maidenhood, but I guess femininity, their feminine side is to whoever like makes friends or you know does something with song that uh they'll get like extra credit or some shit. So, um, most of the girls. Uh most of the girls kind of see that as not so much a boyfriend girlfriend thing but he knows something that'll get them extra credit. <laughs> hmm. They try to take advantage of him so you're introduced to uh the the uh, taekwondo chick who's kind of small in stature and spunky. You have the kickbox You have the kickboxing, not kickboxing, uh boxing chick who is uh tall kind of a tomboy um and then you have the uh sundere 101 character uh queen
1: who's no she can go fuck herself i don't care about her.
0: i d- i don't care about her either and um i did find it redeeming like i get what the what the story's going to be it's oh the rich girl who's yeah, good at yeah. everything um
1: i mean this is this is a little bit of a problem uh with this MOMA because once the main guy sees Queen at the first time, you know she's the girl. Like, doesn't matter. You don't need to get involved or develop any feelings for the other girls because right. they will always be on the sidelines.
3: Yeah. Yes, but they did. They do discover their own little thing, anyways. So it's fine for their uh, sake. Uh, uh,
2: yeah.
3: Oh yes, they got their own. They got their own little romantic shit going on.
0: Yeah, but it all but because of the way it's set up with Queen, as as Hickey said, it almost seems like your personal investment in the characters is mute because you know where it's heading. Well, I, I kind of disagree with that. So yeah, like, it's fine.
1: It's it's usually the problem I have with a few harem's when yeah, you know yeah, they, yeah. they they, sh- they show issue. you the final prize at the beginning. So like, oh, okay. So like that, that that's the way. It's very hard to change once it's set.
0: But all it does is get the, and I'm with you, Hickey. It does get the viewer or, at at the or reader. Yeah, you had you you already know where it's going to end up, so it only gets the the viewer and reader kind of irritated that even though that all these other characters are having way more uh, development cycles and spend way more time with the main character, especially in Girls of the Wilds here. Uh, I just found myself getting frustrated with the character, like whether you pick one or another whether it's Taekwondo or uh, Boxing Chick, you know that they're just going to be friend- you know, they're friend-zoned hard from the start. <laughs>
1: yep. And that's quite sad. That's the way
0: because,
3: it should
0: be.
1: Nah, it's know, not sad. Yeah, because you have best girl no. and second best girl.
3: Then why uh, do you want like- them to get together with the fucking lamest, dude? <laughs>
1: he's so... not he's not lame he doesn't well, have a personality is. but he's not that lame come on he's oh, yes, not the he lamest is. thing i ever seen oh, fuck then, you! Yeah. oh so, come, come on i didn't oh, say God. the
3: lamest thing i've ever seen i said he's fucking lame
1: no, but, uh, <laughs> he's not that lame come on yes he is he has some redeeming qualities yeah, especially some. when it comes to family yeah some <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Perfect. I'm sorry. I forgot. You were the most perfect being that I've existed. Of course.
3: I'm the best host. Alright.
0: <laughs> so uh, what what this does what what this series did well at the start, um it it got me interested in a lot of the side characters. Uh and it and it really set a precedent for this main character's song being uh, weak while the girls are really strong, so it's kind of a, a flip on on uh, normality, I guess is how you could say uh, not an anime per se because there there is a lot of anime out there with the main uh, male character is weak and he has to become strong and the girls for all, seemingly no reason fawn over him at least there's something, some... something by their instinct yeah yeah mother motherly, motherly instincts kind of deal um, like that in, the, in this case, I think girls of the wilds at the start really gives you an idea of who song is and and his motivations behind everything with he's you learn that he's bullied uh and they make fun of him for being poor uh his parents left him his dad died, right, or is his dad just straight up leave I can't I remember know, I don't remember I don't either. Either way, he's not there, and then eventually, like, shortly after, the mom leaves. So he feels this, at least at the start, he feels that all women will just leave him and they're uh, evil, I guess. Or they're out for themselves. So, Is that true? <laughs> yeah, he definitely, and that's that kind of sets off how he meets Queen and how he views her. Obviously, that's going to change over time. Um, But you don't really see a lot of Queen. She's just kind of in the... She's still the focal point of the happenings and what's going on in the story, but she's not physically there.
3: She is the one who is kind of meant to be portrayed as the perfect character, the one who has everything together. She can do no wrong. She wins every fight. No one is even close. She is the perfect character, which kind of is meant to be set up for the... uh, uh, for the final arc of the the whole... uh, but, yeah, for the first part, she is not that she is not very much there in terms of like when compared to the other characters, she is not really discovered. she's kind of like oh, she has a thing for for him what well, else? you
0: don't <laughs> the end of chapter twenty is he uh song apologizes to her and then just says, "All right, I'm out, I'll leave, and then there's that moment where she yeah. she turns uh to his or to her, she turns to her friend, um, I think Boxing Chick herself. Mm. Stop him, what are you doing? <laughs> that kind of look. You go, yep. oh, okay, here we go. And that's where that's where the series kickstarts everything. So uh, in that sense, I think it was a good amount of time in giving you a setup for everything. And because of that, and that little turn in character development for a lot of them, I just couldn't stop reading. I read all the way to chapter 60 in about one sitting. I just couldn't fall asleep, and it's just one thing after another. So it did a lot of things well in that regard in in setting up. I I do have a little bit of issue with uh, how Song is portrayed as being uh, this pushover character too much at times, but that's probably the weakest part of the... uh, of the manhwa. What do you guys think? Well, uh, I, I couldn't agree
1: more. Uh, I have a few other problems, but um, it definitely gets gets you invested, and you just start reading. If you start reading, you can you cannot stop. Oh, you yeah. Just go. Yeah. It's very it, it's very fluid and easy to read as well.
3: As well, uh, the characters are very
1: interesting, and the fights are very interesting. Yeah. the fights are, not like, I
3: think are oh yeah that's I mean that was kind of why I recommended it as well like I said you were a bit annoyed and you were talking about how you were a bit annoyed I was like when N'Gosa there was just there was, was martial art but what kind of martial art so, well you will always know what martial art they're doing in, <laughs> in, in uh, Girls of the Wild that yeah. is explicitly told
1: many times it reminds me a little bit of like the beginning of MMA which you didn't have the, the fighters fighting like multiple styles you'd have oh, yeah. a karate fighter fighting a sumo fighter <laughs> you know it it, it remind me a little bit of that and that's quite interesting
3: huh.
0: yeah you're, you're not wrong uh there was one character in particular and this is kind of jumping ahead uh to where i'm at now but there's this green-haired uh glasses chick who has this uh, yes. i can't remember what style she has but it's it's this um It uses energy and she can funnel weaponry and and move right. The series, and this is even in the first 20 chapters, because she is one of the first ones to actually help him against his bullies that have returned to bully him more. And that's kind of why he's in the mental state that he is. He's just heavily bullied and he only cares about one thing, and that's um, not getting overly hurt so he can continue working and take care of kids his kids does he lack the confidence to do anything other than that absolutely so i thought this green haired chick who initially saved him was going to be the one who's going to teach him styles and whatnot but that never happened she just disappears seemingly for the rest of the time and she shows up in a fight later and that's it so i was really disappointed in that particular character because the initial setup
3: yeah, they do have a couple of characters that I think they could have done more with. It's the same thing, it's like I mean, this is theater, but you have the uh, the head of the, like, uh, special security team working at the school mm-hmm. as well. I mean, she is fucking badass as all hell. I really wish they would have done something more <laughs> more with her. And yeah. the, entire, for that matter, the entire security force is kind of just like, well, what are their what are their uh, job? Well, they show up to kind of break up a fight whenever something happens and they're just kind of there as like power figures, you know. You, they're like oh no every oh shit they're here everyone stop fighting and then you always have that one that's <laughs> like i'm not gonna stop because a couple of girls are telling me to and then they get their ass kicked right
0: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that in the show um or the show the, the manhwa where it depicts women as weak fragile beings but then it, in that world you know that this high school is <laughs> the baddest of the bad right and every girl in it could kick kick your ass and kill you with their pinky finger.
3: <laughs> yep. Well, one of the things that I like, and some people, I mean, maybe some people will take this the wrong way, but one thing that I do like is the fact that they do state that obviously the girls are really are really strong and really good. One of the reasons why why they are because they're trained martial artists. They are i have trained pretty much their entire lives for this. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so good. And there are times, especially later, where it is stated that. If they were to face off, there's a reason why they only face off against women, because if they were to face off against guys with the same training that they have, they would still be at a disadvantage because they don't have the raw physicality of a man. They do
0: make that clear, which I, which I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Tori. It may sound sexist, but like from a scientific and physical standpoint, that's absolutely right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's not to say that they can't beat them. It's just that they're at a disadvantage.
0: Right, that, they just, and that's what they say. You're at a disadvantage, but they still kick the shit out of them <laughs> because they're better. Because they're better. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah the the fighting the fighting's very addicting. Uh, seeing the rise of Song, um, trying to overcome himself. I'm looking forward to. I haven't read anything past chapter sixty since that initial night. It's been a couple weeks now, uh, but I am looking forward to seeing where Song ends up going. Um, how we you know, I can see him gaining more confidence. Uh, perhaps an actual relationship starts to develop here pretty soon. Other than uh, Taekwondo chick stealing kisses every now and again,
3: <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you there. No, no, <laughs> nah.
0: no, no relationship <laughs> happens. Well, there you go. So I'll just enjoy the fighting then.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That's like as well as Like the there's obvious things that could make it better as a story, uh, but like in terms of just raw entertainment, Castle of the Wilds is pretty good at that. So pot, it's really popcorn. good at just keeping you entertained. It's a popcorn oh, yeah. thing. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: All right. So we recommend. Uh, I do. I do like this more than Gosu, which was our first checkout. I think it was much more addicting and easier to read, and the character—excuse me—and the characters were more uh, fleshed out, likable. Yeah, yeah, and more likable as well. Uh, yeah, bigger cast. You know, it's more easy to get invested. So, uh, we all recommend go check out Girls of the Wilds. It's uh, available for free on Webtoons. Best host strikes again. Best host strikes
3: again. We'll <laughs> uh, we'll have fun voice. picking a.
0: We'll have fun picking the next one. Okay. Well, oh, I think it's time for another drop. We can move on to our winter anime impressions for 2019. Yay! Maybe a uh, commercial first, but not for the live stream. <laughs> Are you new to anime? Do you have hard-hitting questions? Well, what do you think happens when you mix war and anime
3: together? He is funny, right? Because he is just faking like, he is the guy that you wonder how he we, how we managed to get into the military. Because, I mean, you don't know anything about him, really. Don't ask, just don't tell, story like, Yep. He just <laughs> kind of walks up to people and slaps them on the ass and then go, hey. <laughs> hey, good game. <laughs> good war, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't you do something and go out there and risk my life? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh,
0: to, you expect me to fight this war and slap someone's ass? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll take care of everyone when they come back real good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, nah. Well, I guess you can find humor just about anywhere. You are listening to the Red Leaf Retrocast, found on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and the podcast is located on all your favorite outlets, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. And now, back to the show. <laughs> Alrighty boys, it is 2019 Winter Impressions. It has already come, it's right upon us. And Hickey, you had a suggestion going forward, and I think we're going to stick to it. What was your suggestion?
1: Well, basically instead of sticking with the same shows over and over again, because we have a good taste in anime. Well, at least I know I do, (laughs) and Tori, I, I can agree with Tori. Multiple times, and usually JD goes with the same, say, like, the safe stuff. We can even sure. see in, in his picks, it's very safe, yeah. Uh, but usually, what would happen is we're gonna pick the a, an anime to talk in uh, a preview, and then the same anime <laughs> winter impressions, and then in reviewing at the end. So, um, instead of doing, doing that, that, we're gonna talk about the shows we've picked uh, for our impression, uh, our preview. Just a little bit and then, you know, leave a bigger time to talk about all the shows that might have uh, called our attention
3: for being good or bad.
0: righty. Well, Tori, why don't you go first? All
3: right, so should I just do all my three picks right away or just one at a time? One at a time. All right, then. So the first one that I want to just briefly talk about is minoria friends because it finally came out and i don't believe it woo <laughs> uh minoria friends is basically another show by uh uh well this guy's kind of side games pictures uh but it's another one of those rage of Bahamut anime and this time it's a short and about two girls uh, enrolled in a uh, okay let's just go to the synopsis enrolled in mysteria yeah, academy because they can't say Monari here. Uh, Mysteria Academy is a prestigious (laughs) magic school that teaches magic without discrimination to the three factions men, gods and demons who usually are engaged in battle with each other. Two of the Academy's students are Anne, a princess and honor student, and Greya, a princess born from a dragon and a human. And yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty gay. Uh (laughs) It's pretty. pretty uh, it's pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty gay. The uh, the girls they really like hanging out and talking to each other and making subtle uh, suggestions and blush ah. at each
0: other and. Uh, oh, they blush at each yeah. other. Oh no! Oh, yeah. This is a this is a PG show, Tori. Calm down. Yeah,
3: and then the dragon girl. She is pretty sexy, but I didn't say that. <laughs> Uh, especially when she unleashes her rail form, <clears throat> gets a fat tail. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, ah, what is there to? What okay. is there to this show? Not much.
1: <laughs> Not much. Just a gay <laughs> dragon princess and a gay regular princess and a yep. night guy that follows the, the regular gay princess around. Who stalks and them around? <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's loyal. He protects. Uh, yeah. Hmm.
3: <laughs> Pretty loyal. I mean, yeah, nah.
1: the animation is fine.
3: Yeah. like In terms of just polish and fucking how shiny these characters are and the lighting effects and everything, is pretty good looking. All they things considered, look...
1: it's just They shine a lot. <laughs> Not yeah. that you mention that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just look at the lighting effects in an episode, it's like, fucking Jesus Christ. They're they're going all out with this. Uh, so, yeah, now, nah, it's it's my kind of show. It's a uh, it's a whole bunch of nothing apart from a slight bit of handholding and some subtle uh, Yuri undertones. And mm. what more do you really need from an anime? <laughs> uh,
1: good content. Okay, but sure. that's quite <laughs> rare. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, the funniest part of this show is the fact. that uh, <laughs> Games denied the the people subtitling the show the usage of the word Manaria. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, <laughs> no reason weird. at all. Yeah, so it's yeah, they mysterious. The They're mysterious. They don't have friends. The rights of using Monaria friends, so they use Mysteria friends. I mean, it would be interesting if they denied the friend spot as well, and it was just like <laughs> the mis- <Mysteria-pals>.
2: yeah, <laughs> mysteria <laughs> pals, mysteria
1: pals, <laughs> <laughs> just like all right, something happened. It's <laughs> very weird. Usually Psy Games is very cool with that this mm. kind of things. I don't know why they denied it. Probably, probably because it was, was based out
3: of an event of a game? Probably. But it, it was very weird regardless. It does make me wonder what the hell this event actually was but well, that's not
1: important. Well, I mean, about a, a gay dragon <laughs> princess and a regular yeah. gay princess going Clear. around. I guess. Clear. And clearing uh, some dungeons, I guess.
3: Dungeons are the weirdest thing, but yes. Anyways, let's move on.
1: Sure, let's move on to Hickey. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What do you want from me? I, I <laughs> want you to move one on. Of your picks, oh. man. <laughs> okay I thought you were gonna do the, the three you had that's no one. I was gonna do one uh, the first one i'll go with uh, the thing it's the show i i one of the shows i, I chose for the preview, uh no Hanayomi, or the quintessential quintuplets. that's a very dumb name uh basically sure sounds like it yeah it's a law hexagon uh that tells a story about Futaru Uesugi as he two tours five quintuplets. so no way. Five boys, not four. Uh, the names are Ichika, Nino, Miko, Itsuki, and Yotsuba. yeah, well, I mean, the beginning is very regular. I was expecting that i I've read the manga. Uh, it's gonna be better at least people are already noticing the show is a little bit different from your usual uh, love triangle where you have shitty main character that can do anything mm-hmm. and very waifu bait uh female characters this show is a little bit better especially because people already noticed the best girl as well and that's not gonna change sure uh still very interesting show and i'm happy it's going well the music's good the animation is good uh, the character design is questionable because they 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 change the the cup sizes of the characters a little bit, but I, of course uh, it overall is. it's very fine.
3: Of course, but so that shock, that kind of shocks me to hear you say that because the one thing that I've heard people complain about the most for this anime is the fact that the production value is inconsistent at best.
0: Uh mm, no, not
1: really. Not that I I paid attention to it. I don't remember any any instance where you had like a a eye being bigger than the other or something like that.
3: Mm. All right, if you say so.
1: But okay. I don't know because I like the show. This is the biggest problem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. You shouldn't like stuff. That is true. You shouldn't
0: <laughs> like trash.
3: <laughs> you should nah, like not even not even trash. Don't like anything. That's the best way to go, buddy. Just go hate about it, it all. Turn Never. it
0: off. Stop anime. This co- this podcast is over. <laughs> yep. It's been a good ride, guys. Mm. <laughs> all right uh well then i guess i'll i'll take over so the uh the anime i previewed uh before was the promised neverland and for those that don't know it's by studio cloverworks that also brought us uh fairy tale final season rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai which a lot of people seem to like uh-huh. yeah And it is about a bunch of people in, or a bunch of kids in an orphanage. Everyone ranges from uh, zero to twelve, pretty much. And um, the whole the whole premise is they they grow up on this orphanage and can't go anywhere outside the orphanage uh, because they're blocked off everywhere. And uh, they will be adopted, quote unquote, uh, by the age of twelve. They can be adopted earlier than that, but no later than 12, so before puberty. And you find out uh, immediately at the end of the first episode that this is actually a, um, you can call it a a plant where the kids are grown uh, to be eventually fed to alien demon type creatures. So, the rest of the next couple episodes is the, uh, the two characters that found out, <clears throat> uh, Norman and um, Emma, Emma. Uh, trying to train all the other kids in secret. They don't tell them that, uh, that they're going to be actually um, food, but they train them for their escape plan. So, and, and then they s- slowly recruit kids, tell them the truth and uh it's all about trying to trick the caretaker which they call, who whom they call mom and escaping successfully and there's a another um sister mom brought in you kind of keep a close eye on them so she's she's an extra obstacle they must uh they must overcome and the kids are very smart they're they're uh, they're trained every day uh in in various tests and what have you they're all scored so that gives you an idea of how intelligent they are and our three main uh, characters are your uh, are per are hitting perfect scores it really gives you a good premise on the intelligence of the kids kind of gives you a little it suspends your disbelief about like what they're capable of and it it does a it's doing a very good job uh and i have wa- i have read the manga it's doing a very good job um adapting it uh there is quite a bit of dia- uh dialogue sequences where the characters are just simply on a still screen and they're talking at each other but the content that they're talking about still gives you a good sense of uh anticipation and Stakes, and that's w- thats where this, I believe, shines the most. Is the stakes are high because if they don't succeed, they will die or get sold off or sold off. Um,
1: they will die. They
0: will die. They, they will, will die. die.
1: Uh, I only have two things to talk about the show. Well, okay. three things. One, it is great. It's actually very good. Two, I still hate the potato faces. Uh, okay. Three, it is very interesting how they build up the tension. You know, because usually, you know, they they stay twenty out of the twenty-four minutes of an episode. They stay twenty minutes, just like hyping up the hope of these kids, like mm-hmm. we can escape, or we can do this. And the last four minutes, they just destroy the sandcastle they they built during the episode, and they need to rebuild everything in the next episode. So you you had like the first one, you then you had the the first one, you had the tracking device. Well, the first one you had the, the islands. Then you the, you had the tracking device. Then you had the new care tra- uh, care- caretaker. Then mm-hmm. you now you have like this. Maybe we have a traitor between the kids. And I was like, holy shit! These yeah. kids cannot take a breath. <laughs> every time they build a castle, they discover it's actually just a sand castle or a castle built in sand, and it just falls to the ground every single episode.
3: Yeah, I I like that. I like that part of, like I like the uh, I like the way they build the they do the buildup. Um, I know it's been kind of hotly debated among people whether or not they actually like it or not, because I know from the manga, uh, the people I've heard of have read the manga and the manga, they more like to kind of just not so much not build it up, but it's kind of just like it hit's more it's more so about hitting you in the face when something happens, like it comes out of left field. the um like the the beginning, the, the opening shock it's kind of just like. The anime, I, lo- I know a lot of people didn't like it, myself kind of included, uh, didn't like it that much, the way they portrayed the actual plot twist at the end of episode one. For me, it's mostly just because it took a little bit lo- too long with the actual mm-hmm. reaction, because, you know, it's like, you see it, you know that Emma's shocked by something, and then Norman is kind of slowly walking up to, like, build, transfer, and that I like, but then we also have to see his reaction first, and then instead of actually getting to see what he sees... We have to see him take a step back and look very shocked at the camera. We know that he's shocked at something, and then then we see what it is. Uh, I know that pe- a lot of people didn't like that, because in the manga, apparently, it's way more just like, they find it, they find it, Emma shocked, boom, that's what it was. So I know people are like, it's been a bit of a hot the debate the topic. Should they build it up, or should they just show it like they do in the manga? Uh, I personally, I personally think they should build it up, because this isn't the manga. And just showing everything all the time gets very stale in an anime. Sure, <laughs> sure. I, I think it's
0: also nitpicking at that point, really.
3: Because it is. It's but really, like, it's really damn close. <laughs> you gotta remember, right? When it comes when it comes to manga fans, usually they or they usually want as close to, if not a one hundred percent faithful adaptation, <laughs> as possible. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Usually, wow. when it comes to the manga fans, they're like. But this is not like the manga. Well, guess what? This is not the manga <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: right yeah, no, I, I think I think it's it's being a an extremely faithful adaptation. i'm it, it's lived up to all the hype uh, that I had going into it, and we even have a question from the chat. Um, I already know the answer to this question, so I won't answer it. but uh, uh, Yata says, any ideas on the significance of the red rose we saw on Connie's chest at the end of the first episode?
1: No. Um, I mean, I, we started that after we finished uh, <laughs> you know yeah, uh, Utena so, you know, I was <laughs> done with the roses <laughs> I couldn't
3: care less I'm
0: uh, done thinking about roses, Utena killed me <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the, in, no, uh, I, uh, I'm i not entirely sure there could be so many things it's the problem yeah, again like, a, we, we've, already, we've already been over the
1: yeah, so, you can you can go back to the old episode, yeah. and I just <laughs> talked about like 30 minutes of every single meaning of a rose.
3: Yeah, it's like just go, go to Google, type it, type in rose symbolism, and then just see the fucking list of like things that could possibly mean. <laughs> but <Yeah. I'm>
0: <laughs> I mean, for what a rose represents, it's pretty. I think it's pretty straightforward. But as for the significance, I can tell you, don't think too much about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's no, a shounen. No, no. I wasn't
3: planning on. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a show. It's a shonen show, so it's not as deep as you think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I like I like it because it's different enough from a lot of other shonens, and this this is more like horror esque, yes. rather than just straight up battle shonen. So I like that, but at the end of the day, it's not like this isn't some deep philosophical. Like it is a shonen. It is ultimately meant meant to be read and enjoyed by you know teenage boys.
1: What is the I meaning doing of the rows in Yeah,
3: yes. I, I think uh, I
0: well, think Hickey said it best. The most common critique see the is mask, the just
1: killed her off. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> is the is the um, faces and character art? That's the, the most faces common point. Yeah,
1: the faces are too small for the fucking head.
0: Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't. mind. Uh, <laughs>
3: I
1: don't
3: mind. It's it's goofy. They it's they different. All... I know what it is. They they've all got Down syndrome. There it is. Oh no!
0: <laughs> you <They> all get Down <laughs> <thoughts.
1: Yeah>. um... syndrome. <laughs> I uh, can we move on? Yeah, oh, sure. sure. All right, Tori, <laughs> you're second. You're second.
0: Let's move on. Let's pick up the pace.
1: Uh, come on. Right. Let's, yeah, let's pick. Let's pick up some speed.
3: All right, then you want speed? Well, the next one I'm going to talk about is Maho Sho Tokushu Sen Asuka, or Magical Girls Spec Ops Asuka, and uh, basically uh, due to the invasion of uh, desus, enigmatic creatures of soil from the land of the dead. Mankind, who was on the verge of crisis, was saved by the efforts of magical girls who had obtained a mysterious magical power. Three years later, new incidents suddenly occur, tearing apart the normalcy of the girls who had each returned to their normal lives. The saviors of humanity, those magical girls called the Magical Five, now live each day fighting for their lives, even as they're trifled with... with by fate. That is very important. With by fate. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. It's Magical Girl, but with murder and death and killing and, and a magical M4. Hell yeah, brother. Magical M4 and a goddamn teddy bear that looks very cute. Well, I mean, kind of patched up, but he does look pretty cute and that he eats everything and devours people and fucking takes their head off and throws it away. Because apparently, he can eat their body, but he can't eat the head. He doesn't like the head, I assume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thought well the known. brain was the best part, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Oh the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's been alright. It's a bit I, for me it's been a bit lackluster, like in terms of what it promised promises to be or what it could be and versus what it actually is. It's a bit lackluster. It's got some it's got some decent action and uh but at the same time it's also got like kind of lengthy segments of not really much of anything happening, which I don't really like. So, yeah,
1: yeah. no, I mean, I, my only problem really is with Asuka. She's very stillborn. And, you know, you know what, (laughs) you know what happens in anime when uh, the main character is stillborn. (laughs) Both stillborn. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come on, JD. You know what I'm talking about. I know, it's just funny. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, usually when the main character is thick headed, she's like, she's, she's like, you know, she's a magical girl and she can fight and defeat those terrorists, but she's like, I'm not joining anyone you know, someone closer to her will get hurt hurt badly. And she's like, well, shit, I made a mistake because I, you know, I was thick-headed and didn't want to fight for justice. Now all my friends are dead or something like that.
3: Well, I mean, they've already set up for that, so... Yeah, they set up for that twice. <laughs> it's the <Yeah>. second time. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Nah, it's it's going to be... Like, I'm, I'm still interested. I'm probably going to watch the entire thing. Anyways. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, I
1: those parts where it's just like dead, yeah. uh, which is the guy with the mechanical arm and Oscar together, and Oscar—the only thing Oscar says when she's with that guy is like, "I'm not joining you." Yeah, I know. Stop trying. I'm not joining you every single time. And you know, if she stopped being like that and is like, "All right, there's no choice anyway," and joins it, I believe it cut off a lot of those parts where it's just stale.
3: Yeah, that's the same thing. You know, you have the kind of PTSD thing that's going on. And I think it's it's a bit dumb. Like I. <laughs> I hate I kinda of hate it because I've always said like, I want to see reactions from characters to what's going on, like them being affected by the fact that literally there's terrorism happening in front of their eyes. So I like that they're affect that they're affected by it, but also some of the uh like PTSD that they're experiencing is kinda of just like that's not even close to being right, That's not even close to being PTSD, they're just weird and dumb. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, no, and then, you know, obviously you have the, uh, I, kind of, I did actually kind of like this scene, and the, uh, it's a scene where, you know, Asuka has her best friend come back, one of the magical girls, and she's just like, I don't want to fight anymore, and she's just like, and you get the flashback to Asuka literally, literally kind of going like, if you want to be, like, because this other girl, she used to be pulled, and, and she's just like, if you want to be strong, then you'll become a magical girl and fight for me, and I'm like, wow,
2: <laughs> you made this
3: totally, totally innocent girl who had nothing to do with it, you made her become... Magical girl. Now you can't even be ass fucking being a magical girl anymore, so you'll just have her risk her life instead. Fucking fantastic, mate. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> uh those those are best friends right there. That's what friends are all about. Forcing yeah. somebody else yeah. to do the things you don't want to do. Uh but yeah, nah, it's it's dumb. It's I don't like the character designs like at all. I think they look fucking ugly as shit, but alright. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, fair yeah, enough. I, don't know. I, I like the character design. I don't. just square, too big boobs. Like, scale <laughs> down yeah. the boobs. Scale <laughs> the boobs down.
1: You're asking too much. You know yeah.
0: that, right?
3: <laughs> I know, but it's kind of annoying when it's like the the boobs are literally the biggest part of their torso. <laughs> that's, like, that's that's not okay.
0: Come on. Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's like, the most ed-
3: important part. <laughs> They have got fucking, like, yes, no, that was, those aren't press they're fucking balloons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, Hickey,
3: you're second.
1: Alright, the second one I, I chose for the preview was Tata no Yusha, or Tata no Yusha no Nariagari.
0: Rising um, of the Shield Hero.
1: Rising of the Shield Hero. False rape accusations that people got mad in, on the internet. <laughs> the anime. Uh, we don't yeah. know
3: that they're false.
1: Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> no one saw. No one saw. If no one saw, that means it's true. Yep. He raped her, the princess. Fact. Uh, regardless, uh, basically tells a story of four heroes. There are some to the other war, To another war that's an isekai. Basically, you follow the shield hero, which is now Fumi Iwatani. And he goes through a bunch of shit. He's <laughs> accused of rape and assault and... Robbery, and he's outcasted, so he needs to find a slave to fight for him because he he can fight. He can he cannot use weapons. Uh, right, the world the,
0: disallows him from equipping anything and switch. weapons.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have weird Just shoots.
0: Yeah, they have weird gaming
1: gaming um, mechanics. Yeah, mechanics it's the it's, it's it. the it's the worst part of this. <laughs> the, the game mechanics and the things like that.
3: It's a nice, um, what do you Yeah,
1: you know, this show is a mix of a train wreck with a good enemy, <laughs> So it, it variates from time to time. So it's quite interesting to watch. <laughs> I can give you that.
3: I really liked the last episode I watched. That was a pretty good one. Uh,
1: which one? The one with the fight?
3: The one with the fight, or, yes. Yeah, for the, yeah, for I've the slave. Watched, I've yeah. watched
0: episode four as yeah. well. Well, that's all that's out, so.
3: Nice little insert song as well sung by the VA of Raftalia, his slave. His <laughs> <I'm
1: laughs> slave. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's I mean the production is fine, the music's fine. The character's a okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Nofum is a good main character in my opinion. far, so and you know, it it so far, yeah. I, I I know what's gonna happen in the future, so so far is a good <laughs> is a good description of <clears throat> what is going on, but I don't believe they will go so far uh, in the place. I'm thinking uh, he becomes not so good and becomes more of a trend wreck than a proper good story.
0: I have a a statement, I think, on the show that we should make. Okay. And I believe the show has peaked at episode four now because um, be- and i and i say that because the whole start is he's and i and it the first episode is an hour long which i thought was interesting cuz the first half isn't an hour? Yes. Yeah, um, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. So the first 20 minutes of that 40 was it, it was like bog standard Kai. i wasn't quite enjoying <laughs> it. And then you have the character turn and he and it's not very often you see any anime for that matter you have a bitter angry main character and he's pissed off at the world so he just abides by the world's rules and there is a line he says where it's like uh you know uh, the other guys go you're not allowed to have a slave that's not your world and he goes well we're not in our world anymore this is this is this world i was like okay makes sense so the the writing to an extent is is okay um so he's a, he's a bitter main he's a bitter guy Uh, The world's kind of against him. It's been plotted against him. You know, nothing's fair. He's angry. I was like, okay, we got a new type character. Well, something happens in episode four where seemingly, to me anyways, that whole initial problem has
3: already been resolved now. I mean, I wouldn't really say that it's been resolved. Like, for me, that entire thing kind of, without spoiling too much um he kind of opens his eyes for the first time you know the whole thing with rostalia for example he can't what what we see is like as she levels up she obviously kind of grows up right Perkofer, yeah so she can uh, become part,
0: become waifu girl right yep
3: porco for uh for character and uh, you know <laughs> he he doesn't uh he doesn't see that like everyone's like wow she she has grown up and he's just like what are you talking about and so to me, it's more he's like compare the file. Yeah, it's more like that. He doesn't. He doesn't see because he's not looking at people. He is, he, he doesn't trust anyone. Uh, right. Nor should he. He just expects everyone to. Yeah. It'll because he just expects everyone to. Uh, to betray him. So kind of. For me, it's more like that. This thing kind of unlocked the uh, unlocked his eyes as well as his new curse ability. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, really interesting. I, I still think it'd be interesting to see because. Obviously, still, he does have that, like, when kind of he, he's being kicked while he's down. And he's kind of just in the depths of despair when he unlocks that, like, uh, first skill tree or whatever. But now whatever it was. Yes, but he has got uh, he's access sure. to a whole nother curse thing. Remember, it's not like everyone's going to just turn around and be like, yay, shield hero, my friend.
1: Uh... Yeah, no. They still give him shit. <laughs> a lot of shit.
0: I give it. See the thing is, I can with the pace it's going and the story being told, I give it maybe another episode or two, and even then that will be solved. And that's where I'm. That's where I, that. That's where I'm getting worried about this because th- this has a good premise. I I think it's a good. Uh, we we mentioned uh, Girls of the Wilds being you know a good popcorn type type read. I think this is a good popcorn type show. Yes. I think, uh, but. The or not, but the um, however, the the story, seemingly to me, anyways, I'm worried that all of the issues that brings everyone in is just kind of is gonna go away too fast. They're gonna bring in this uh, these other elements that will they be interesting enough to keep the viewer? So that's my worry. Well, so you,
1: I mean, not spoiling, but spoiling, yes, but okay. I don't believe the ending of the anime will... The ending will be before that happened. Hmm. I believe we'll find it out. will be. You know, it's. I think it's like 12, to 13 episodes. I believe they will cut off before that happened. So he's gonna we get should, a no, lot isn't of this, yet.
0: Isn't Shield here supposed to be like 24 episodes, though? Uh,
3: 25.
1: Oh, if, it, if it's 25, then yes. Uh, the second part, we're gonna see what are you talking about. Okay.
0: Well, t- well interested in think- thing going forward it, it i am surprised that i am enjoying an isekai as much as i am with this one
3: <laughs> yeah that was kind of what i was just about it i still think it's a bit of that like that like isekai isekai doubt it's like okay i'm enjoying this so much, but this is an isekai so far, will it be able to yeah. will it be able to keep it going but yes. i mean yes obviously but i mean on me and you on like we don't have access to the or we haven't read the light novel so that's kind of for me it's kind of like empty speculation right I was like depends on where they go Uh, Uh, I think it's a light novel novel. yeah
1: I'm
3: pretty sure
1: yeah it's a light novel it's a manga manga as well but yeah there's a manga (laughs) there's a manga adaptation but it's a light novel
3: that is how everyone found out about the rave allegations before the uh (laughs) before the show came out they were like whoa the show came yeah
0: I think I I think in terms of the social commentary uh, I think people are thinking too much into it or reading too much into yeah,
1: it you're in too hard it's just a story come on yeah yeah.
0: All right, yeah so no, it, it, the it, same it, it's there. the
1: perfect yeah it's the perfect mix between a good riding show and a train wreck so you cannot take your eyes off because you know <laughs> you want to see know, a, there's a train wreck going <laughs> yeah no you, you don't you don't want to see it crashing but you want to see uh, Tom Cruise or Liam Nielsen just saving his daughter again in the train wreck
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm very glad it hasn't gone full death march yet. But I'm like, I'm, I have a feeling I'm waiting for like the Lolly character, the twin characters to join his little. (laughs) Uh, What?
1: (laughs) What? No, no, no. Of course.
0: I don't know. didn't you say he gets more.
1: Uh, he does. He does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on. The the only way it could truly progress, he's not going to have just. It's just not going to be him and Talia forever.
1: <laughs> no, no. So there's gonna be, there's it, it, gonna be like, there's gonna be what you're talking about. There's, but also there are some interesting twists for that. Okay. Just like they did with most of the show so far.
3: Yeah. No, nah, but like the most important thing for me so far with the show is just that it seems like the people who are making they're they're doing they're doing it justice. They're trying they're trying to put together a good show, and it's you can see it.
0: You'll have twins with a flat-chested chick, a uh, <laughs> a big-breasted chick. Just wait for it. It's probably gonna happen. <laughs> Will it will it, will it have interesting twists on it? We'll see.
3: <laughs> Everything can happen. Anything
0: can Everything happen, can I suppose. Happen. It's possible. Alright, my turn.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh all right, so my second one, uh I did a preview on it is actually a Netflix show, so I had to uh acquire this <clears> by <throat> alternative means. <laughs> it is called Revisions. <laughs> I previewed it as a sci-fi-esque show that could have some cool fighting, maybe a cool premise. Uh, it's, it, you know, the the genre up my alley. And in a way, yes, it is what I was expecting, but the characters, no. So what I mean by this is revisions takes place around these uh, these kids who... They went through a traumatic moment in their childhood where one of them was kidnapped and this mysterious woman kinda of saves them and tells tells each of them like a line about you know what should what they should be worried about in the future. Just a single line and one of these characters takes it way too hard. He goes she tells him specifically that uh you will be the hero, you will protect them. Like protect them from something bad from happening. So, uh he takes this way too far, and he becomes engrossed in it, and just borderline psychotic. Delusional. He's just like, he trains every day, nothing else matters. Anyone who talks to one of his friends, uh of course it's the girl character who I guess likes him, but she has a twin, twin boy, twin brother. Uh So, he's psychotic, and the whole first episode is... Portraying this this character as a psychotic kind of mental patient and how he's he's uh, he's he's going to be the hero he's going to protect everyone blah blah blah. Uh, and then finally, uh, when all of his friends confront him for being crazy because he does seem crazy, uh, everything kind of awesomely they they all float in the air like a good foot or so, and then they drop down. So everyone thinks it's an earthquake or something, right? And go. That's not how earthquakes work to that extent. You hear this, <laughs> yeah. You hear this zoom, boom kind of motion, and uh like all of Shibuya, I think it's Shibuya, has been. What's happened is they've been transported into the future, of like twenty or twenty-three, thirty-three or something. I don't remember the exact year. They're in the future, and uh as the kids are on the roof main character specifically, main crazy guy, and one of the girl characters that, of course, likes him, even though he's crazy. They're on the roof with a bunch of other students, and this wild, War of the Worlds-type robot just comes and kills a bunch of kids, like, squeezes the life out of them, picks up a couple, throws them in a tank that's, like, on its back. I was like, that's cool, okay. I thought it was stupid for a while. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Because the characters are just very not likable. They they're just way over the top. Um but the robot coming kind of okay saved me a little bit. Uh even the teacher that was on the roof just closes the door in panic and like locks it. Hopefully that you know the robot won't come in. Ha! Can't get me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then mysterious woman who saved them as children comes back, she looks the exact same. Uh, she has no memory of telling him all that and she just kind of goes oh that must have been like the future me or something so uh time travel is a thing in this anime no way no way right <laughs> really
1: they got transported in the future and now you realize <laughs> time travel is a thing all right
0: well yeah that so the well the way it's giving you information is very kind of all over the place it's out of order and uh, what happens next is uh main crazy guy gets into the uh, courtyard, and he wants to protect everyone because that's what he's trained for. And now he's kind of freaking out. Well, the woman gives him this mech robot that matches his... like It automatically integrates his body into it so he can move freely, like he's fighting hand-to-hand. And He has various weapons and whatnot. He defeats it. And the next two episodes are really strange so you have the shibuya kind of uh police officer force uh arrest him for uh illegal use of weapons like they're still by the book even though like pure chaos is happening um and then uh all his friends also get taken in they don't know what's happening they're kind of seeing this as all being weird uh and then the woman shows up to the police force and goes, "All right, you've been transported into the future. These things are called uh revisions they want they've transported you into the future specifically uh me and the group I represent um I think it's called like HARV or something uh uh we're we're supposed to protect you. we'll try and figure out how to get you guys back and uh the episode after that and they all it's just info dump at you um Meanwhile, crazy guy's just like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. I get to protect everybody for once. Who cares about, like, the end of the world, possibly, or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> and the third episode was them trying to get two other suits. And naturally, crazy guy goes, I'm going to protect everyone. I'm going to leave my post. I'm not going to do anything. He, j- he just doesn't listen to anybody. He's just psychotic. So he's still crazy. But I absolutely despise his character. And then all the others are inconsequential they're just they exist they have no character development or no personality they just talk at each other the whole time so um the twins end up getting the extra two robots uh they no problem are able to bring down a revisions bot and uh main characters just like oh i thought i was going to be the only one kind of idea so whatever Uh, i will not be continuing this anime it is not very good at all the premise was neat but the characters are so unlikable and the story is turning out to not be interesting enough at least in its execution uh, it's going to be very info dumpy you know what it reminds me of a, a little bit Uh, that reverse um isekai that was last year in the spring Re- recreators
1: Recre yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh.
0: That's what it's reminded Ooh. me a lot of is a lot of just info dump and monster of the week shit.
1: Ooh.
3: Yeah. But recreators was so good. Oh uh, well maybe people hey. should check out revisions then.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah that's gonna be a no for me.
0: Yeah, so I Thank don't you. I don't recommend revisions. Um I will be dropping the show. It's just it's not interesting enough uh for what it's Trying to do, and the characters are just terrible. So, moving on.
3: Fantastic. Sounds like a ten out of ten kind of show.
0: At least the robot, the the initial robot's uh, revision scene was cool, where it's squeezing people to death, blood going everywhere, and then dumping it in its body tank. That was cool. That was it.
3: That, to be honestly, if you want that, just watch Blood Sea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tori. You're absolutely right.
3: <laughs> because that is what that is, but you know, the entire time. Right.
1: Just Bloodsea? Alright.
3: Yeah, just Bloodsea. Alright. Yeah,
1: okay. Blood right. Fuck okay. you, A.K.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright. No, I mean, I like Clamp. I'm not I'm not complaining at all. Skate
0: Dojima is the main character's name. There you go. Fantastic. I feel like I've... Oh, yeah!
3: Right. From Yakuza. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you're right you're absolutely Love it. Uh,
3: cool he got his own anime. oh huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway let's move on and unlike these people i always say my best for last so the last thing that i want to talk about is uh dororo uh synopsis goes a samurai lord has been uh Oh, yeah. Samurai Lord has bartered away his newborn son's organs to 48 demons in exchange for dominance on the battlefield. Yet the abandoned infant survives thanks to a medicine man who equips him with primitive prosthetics, lethal ones with which the wronged son will use to hunt down the multitude of demons to reclaim his body one piece at a time before confronting his father. On his journeys, the young hero encounters an orphan who claims to be the greatest thief in Japan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dororo is very important as he is the when the show was named after, after all. Uh, so, yeah. Now, honestly, this is obviously um, a Mappa and Tezuka production it's a co-production uh, by uh, of the uh, manga by uh, Osamu Tezuka. So, I so and a far... a remake as well. And a remake.
2: It's so far, a, I really like remake. it.
3: I really like it. It's been really good. Uh been a nice little mix of uh, mix of like uh, modern story based on the old story and kind of with the whole new bunch of techniques and I uh, I haven't, well I haven't done exactly what JD did I did watch uh, for a video that I'm making I did watch a little bit of uh, episode one mm-hmm. and they did definitely they did definitely change quite a lot but in my opinion some of it for the better I like I especially like the minor things like for example uh, Hyakkimaru who is the boy well he can't uh how he is not he can't talk. He can't talk, he can't see, he can't anything.
1: Like an um uh, he they took away way more parts of his body. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, know, they, you know?
3: yeah. They fucked him up. So like it kinda of likes that because it it kinda of helps with that like uh somber and darker feel of this of that show. And uh yeah, it, I really like it. And although while it says that like he's it also says in the synopsis here and mal that he's Hunting down the demons, but one of the things that they also also specifically talk talks about in the uh in the remake I'm not entirely sure if they do in the uh original, but that is the fact that like the demons are actually attracted to him and they come to kill him so yes, he is they... on he's he's on his journey but he's not it's not like he's like oh i gotta go and get my revenge. <laughs> no they they make
0: that clear in the original as well where okay. uh, yeah yeah where um i believe i believe that was almost the exact same scene that's good and yep. the guy the prosthetics guy does say like straight out outright that um oh he like demons are attracted to him uh that what that's what motivates him to give him swords as prosthetic limbs now and then oh. he goes i can't protect you forever uh because he accidentally i think it was accidentally kills one of the 48 demons and when he kills one of the demons he gets like that particular part of his body back. Yeah.
1: That is well, obviously... It, I, believe, I believe in the new one says hunts because every time he, he you know he crosses a demon that it, it has the, the red collar. Uh
3: yes, he goes after he it he goes to kill it. He just them.
1: goes rampage on the demon. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe that's him. why they, they put the hunt yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: kind of. Yes, but it is—it is like it makes it like it does make it sound way more like a revenge thing. It's like he's coming to kill, kill everything to get his revenge on it. It's like it's not quite like that. <laughs> he is killing them, obviously, and he we does see them, although he's blind, but he can see like the red mist, and that's like that. He then he knows it's an enemy. Uh, but yeah, so but it is interesting, and also as JD said, the same thing kind of happens in the original with that flashback as well. I really like this, but I really like some of the things they do here. I see people complain about the lack of color in this anime. I personally like it. I like the fact that they decided to go with a more muted color palette as kind of the, uh... If this would have been bright and vibrant, it would have been kind of a clash with the tone of the anime, in my opinion. So I like that it's more muted. And I especially like that in the third episode, they opted for way more, like, gray, for, like, way more gray tones, almost black and whitish, for the, uh, for the flashback parts, which I really like, so
1: dude, this was this was a study of an anime that is that is great, especially if you watch the original one. There's a guy on YouTube just going on subtitling uh, subtitling the the old one, and you can watch it. Uh, it's great, especially to analyze how pacing changed from decades to decades
0: yeah yeah the the other thing is the portrayal of the of the character Hiyakimaru because Tori you mentioned that um, he doesn't talk in the new one Yeah, and in the original I can see why they gave him the choice gave gave him uh, a voice because Uh that's how they were I I assume it has a lot to do with um, technology and techniques and how much time they were allotted that kind of thing yeah him, uh, Hiyakimaru, being able to convey to Dororo what's kind of happening. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit more tell than show, and in the new one, it's more show than tell. Uh, but it does make sense in the original. Uh, what yeah, doesn't no, it, make it, sense it, is when you break down, okay, well, if he can't hear or see, then he wouldn't be able to learn how to talk.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the thing. No, nah, but like... I mean, this, would, this isn't exactly the first, the the only time where that that has happened. I'm, de- I'm deaf. I can't hear anything, but I can still communicate. That's fine. <laughs> uh- but
0: but there was there is a line in both of them where it kind of gets you to forgive it a little bit, and mm-hmm. that is the prosthetics guy. He goes, "There's something about him where he's a, where his instincts and." He's still able to learn despite the hindrances
1: yeah, well, I mean, I mean yeah. the newer one, they gave him the the ability to listen before talking, so that that is probably an yeah, excuse.
3: he's got excuse that now in but, the future
1: yeah but like well I I mean, mean when he starts talking, it's just like, oh, he learned how to talk without any like without listening, no, now he can listen
3: yeah so, nah, exactly, but it is you know like for example, he knows how to write. Although, again, that's not that's not necessarily something you need to be able to see to be able to do. You can, I mean, we've already seen another old band who also can feel out signs and whatnot. So it's possible. It's hard, but it's actually you can you can make it work. I've seen people do this shit. It's, it's fucking weird.
0: Well, he's it's got uh... he's got those instinctual superpowers, and that's kind of the oh, yeah. That that's the, that's their go-to to explain all the things that don't make sense. It's it's that a it's a sense. cop out. It's a cop out to an extent, but it's a little bit more forgivable than a lot of
3: other instances. I feel. I, I don't really consider it that much of a cop out because kind of that like the, like your internal power and your zen or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that's kind of been a part of like Japanese culture for a long sure. time. They believe they believe in the spirit. They believe in energy and whatnot and stuff like that. So. Technically, they already give those quote-unquote abilities to seeing people that they're able to feel them. And mm-hmm. the same thing, deaf people, like, they can still hear, despite not being able to hear they can feel it. And so it's like it's technically just, it's the same. It's just, he can kind of he can kind of understand you, even though we can't actually hear you. He can kind of see, even though we can't, but it's mostly just, he can see, it's like, he can see his enemies versus regular people, or rather, he can see people with bloodlust versus people who don't have them, I think that was what they said, something like that, yeah uh, he
0: can he can uh based on your spirit and will to live, you will glow or uh give off an aura that only he can see, uh, kind of deal, except it's not
3: only he who can see it
0: <laughs> well now there there's also the <laughs> blind monk, I guess, yep,
1: yeah. Cool. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it because it, it is just great. It is an uh, old story. What anime has been, uh, the best to offer so yeah. far? <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I we also, all recommend Yeah.
1: I also got my best show for the ending, and JD can agree <laughs> with me in on that one. Uh, <laughs> I previewed Ueno San Wabukyo, or How Clumsy Are You, Miss Ueno. Basically, it Tells the story of Weno. It's the uh, she's a third year of junior high school, and she's in love with uh, a guy from the science club called Tanaka. And basically, she's <laughs> a, she's, she's a super
2: yeah,
1: she's a super genius, and she uses her inventions to try to give a hint to Tanaka that she loves her. Uh, she loves him. When I previewed it, I was like, "Well, it's gonna be a fun show, you know. I'm I'm not expecting that much. Probably just a few jokes, and that's gonna be funny, especially because it's half a length of an episode." But then I watched the first episode, and it, it was a little bit more than I was expecting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially with the provision of the characters, uh, uh, in particular Wendo and the first like the first gag of the show she tries to force Tanaka to drink her purified her urine. And I wasn't drink expecting my urine, anything. Tanaka. I don't
0: want to. Do it. It's totally fine. Then you do it. I've already done it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every time she tries to... Uh... Oh my god, the show is so dumb, but I, I just love it. Every single time she tries to do anything, uh, every character that is introduced is fun. Uh, You have Weno and Tanaka. Tanaka is just a deadbeat. He doesn't care about anything. He right. just cares about in the the inventions and his curiosity. Ah, uh, you have the book girl. You know the the white-haired one who is in the club, and she's she always sacrifices herself for Weno. Ah, uh, they also introduced the the perfect uh, girl from the swim club, but uh, she wanted to to be naked in front of everyone right. every single time. It it was very fun. I'm I'm having way more fun than I thought I would
0: have. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's it's a fun show. It has perverted jokes a in a original way, I guess. Okay, it's definitely something I've never seen before. I'm gonna use this uh this spatial distortion machine that I've just invented because reasons. And uh, when I take my clothes off in front of you, Tanaka kun you will not be able to see past the abyss that is space in this infinite wonderland. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, I just love it. The the uh, bottle of water. The it's like where the where the water is coming from. Well, you know, the Milky Way.
0: (laughs) Milky Way. Yeah.
1: All right. (laughs) Sure. It's like ah, oh, it tastes like the Milky Way.
0: <laughs> it was like,
1: okay, yeah, the, even the even the explaining even explaining the broken physics of the show is interesting and funny.
0: Yeah, and it's a short too, so it's very easy to watch. Yep. Not a big time usually just
1: two gags per episode. Uh, very funny.
0: It's uh, it's okay, also I, available I, on High Dive. How about how about that, guys? Yeah. And I
1: I highly recommend it, because I believe it's the best comedy of this season.
0: Um, is it? Because there's a little comedy psychic show that's very popular. Oh yeah, nah. (laughs) Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. It's obviously the sequel to the first season of Mob Psycho 100. Focused on Mob, who's uh, the most powerful psychic psychic in the known world, at least to our knowledge. And contrary to season one, uh, season two seems to be gearing up, um, at least with the hint of the first three episodes here, where Mob is starting to think for himself and develop more complex emotions because he's very he was very one dimensional a lot of the times in the first season?
3: Yeah, yeah but I mean, again... It was part know. of his character, though. Uh, and he'd, he'd yeah, you know, kind of, kind of the whole thing with that, like, 100. The reason why it's called Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> if he if he reaches like a stress level, and it shows like a percentage of how well, close he is to reaching 100, and if his stress gets up that much, then his psychic powers go out of no, control.
3: It's not It's not stress, it's his emotions. The reason Emotion why he's... Well, it's not stress. The reason why he, is, why he is deadpan, the reason why he doesn't cause, uh, show any emotion of any kind is because he's just kind of taught himself to not do that. Because once he gets emotional, when he starts questioning things, and that's kind of why, as you said, this show is kind of showing him more. He's questioning things. Why, why does stuff happen? He's learning, learning to think more for himself. And just like season one, the more he does this, the more that counter keep, keeps rising. Right. Because so, he's not supposed to have emotions. <laughs> he, he can have emotions. If you don't remember what
0: the synopsis is of Season 1, uh, it's a, it's Mob, a boy troubled, expressing himself, happens to be a powerful Esper. Mob is determined to live a normal life. That goes with what you said, Corey, uh, to keep oh. his ability suppressed with his emotions uh, before they surge to a level of 100%. Uh, something terrible happens to him as he's surrounded by uh, other espers. Uh, People that pretend to be espers, evil spirits, mysterious organizations, what have you. Uh, Yeah, uh, it has a really, really nice first episode uh, introducing season two where um, a girl kind of loses a bet to go out with Mob. Uh, I think it only takes place in the course of a week, (laughs) which is kind of funny, (laughs) which is which is like a high school junior high kind of dating scene. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, she loses a bet. And over that, over that week, like mob kind of develops feelings for her, uh, and vice versa. Um, so what initially be was a joke turns out not so much. And, uh, there's a nice little scene at the end where all of the girl's friends rip up her little novel. She was writing in front of her and she kind of, but, no, it was a joke the whole time. And mob kind of steps in like, like the man that he is because he's been training in uh the weight what is it the weight the weightlifting club it's no yeah
1: it's like the body something club the, the bodybuilding
0: body club or, or something
1: um it's not bodybuilding it's just like they they want the perfect body <laughs> to show <laughs> off and something like that it's it's
3: it's, it's body something body something, and, something body enhancement
1: body enhancement club something it, like that that
3: it, yeah it's something weird like that but i mean like it's it's funny uh but well, he... also one of the things I like because Mob in this situation is like, you get to see she confesses to him, and then you kind of get to see that typical like, okay, they're not going out. Although actually they're not going out because Mob actually turned her down. <laughs> but he's still kind of walking around or walking her home and stuff like that, and it's like why? I don't know why.
0: <laughs> it just feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy, but I, I do I do like that I do like that moment at the end where um he uses his psychic abilities to bring her novel back together and he goes by the way i'm an esper here you go yeah and and yeah, there's I'm... and there's his childhood friend like in the in the back and she just goes she just looks up smooth
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's nice it's a very, that's a big it's a big moment for him because you know he's not supposed to show anybody that he is an esper so to kind of do that it's cool
1: yeah i mean yeah. it just it just compressed everything in one story uh yeah. showing he, uh him showing emotions telling people he's an esper Showing his powers and things like that. Every single thing. Um, the story will start to kick in now? Uh, after yeah. the last episode?
0: Yeah, the... Yes. So what happened no, in the like... next two was uh, self-contained uh, stories, episodic of... It's... It, it, is Mob working with Regan? Um, Regan's the guy... For those that don't remember, Regan's the guy who owns his own little psychic shop. I guess
3: you could call And uh, he's the best guy.
0: And he's the best guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's sort of he's sort of mentoring mob uh in more ways than one than just being a scam artist um, <laughs> so uh the 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 hint here is that mob is is slowly breaking out of his shell, starting to think of his own, and Reagan's noticing this, and he's trying to uh help mob control it all oh. so I guess we'll see what happens as Hickey said. it looks like it's gonna start ramping up now. Yeah. and we uh, based on season one we have and it's by studio bones so solid studio behind it uh i have no reason to not continue watching this show
3: yeah no it's it's really good it looks as good the animation is still on point mm-hmm. the jokes are still pretty funny it's again it's a little bit more serious right now which is kind of nice i, yeah. I don't mind the comedy but it's it's nice to see I like, although Reagan is still just just by being Reagan, still able to provide so much of that needed comic relief, just by literally being himself. Like when they're when they're doing taking on that like um, uh, little job, the uh, the psychic job. The yeah, right. And then he kind of like they're getting attacked, and you know he's technically <laughs> just a regular human, so he can't he can't really himself And then fucking this thing is just coming, jumping at him. He can't kind of just fucking like. Kind of just like, hold on, I'm basically knees the thing in a goddamn stomach as it tries to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He has no power. so technically, he's like way in over his head, but he's just like... He's so fucking... He's so full of himself. I love it.
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, the way things are going right now, he's probably gonna be, you know, that character. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I gonna say that, that character. You guys know what I'm talking about. And that will be also very interesting. Uh, to see because it's going to be a more serious side of reagan maybe uh you know calling back the first time he talked to to mob when he was just a kid
3: yeah
0: Alrighty. does that do it for our winter anime impressions or do you guys have any other shows you'd like to hit on
1: any remarks to make well i have one okay uh kotobuki hitokai why why though (laughs) (laughs) not good there's some it's not that it's well i'm having fun but that's because i like old planes old war planes uh the problem is it's the the show me and Dory, are uh you know shit watching and it's from the same studio well one of the studios is the the studio of uh 2016 and 2017 Uh-oh. yeah uh, but the thing is They went with CGI characters, main characters, in a full 2D anime.
3: Are you kidding me? It's a full CGI anime with 2D characters. (laughs)
1: <laughs> everything you is CG know.
3: except for a couple side characters and Every and but but then the main
1: characters in the second episode becomes CG I know. Well, <laughs> it's like for why like one, for like one scene sense.
3: the production in this anime doesn't make any sense that was one scene and then they went back to no, being full they, CG again yes, yes. But, they,
1: but that keep happening in episode <laughs> I know. 3 and episode
3: 4 as well <laughs> I know but it's so fucking it's like it's, I hate this because why here's the why? thing here's the thing right this is the thing that bothers me about this show the staff Consist of people who have directed, who have worked on stuff, well, director too, but who's worked on stuff like Girls on Poncer and fucking, uh, what else Chitobaku. was it? Go. And, of course, the director has also done uh, Mayuiga, which, <laughs> that sucks. Um, and, uh, you know, so, but they have some solid credits to them. But then you look at the studios. You have Studio Gembo did Berserk 2016 and 2017. And on the other hand, you have Studio WoW World, who no one knows, but when I looked it up, it turns out that the number one, their most infamous anime, is the anime Mars of Destruction, which is regarded as one of the worst anime ever created.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it the is... dog fights are fun. <gasps> uh, they also don't make any sense, because, you know, the planes that fight, the way they fight, it's not... It's it's not even close to reality, let's play that. Uh yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. The production choices of the this anime doesn't make any sense. No, don't watch it. But watch well, show. I mean, if you want to watch it, uh you're you gonna wanna have watch. the same thing uh, as I am experiencing right now every single episode. I look at the production of it and just go, why?
3: Why you wanna watch that? You want to watch a show with cool aerial fights? Watch Area 88. By the way, also listen to our podcast on that.
1: That is true. That's true. There's another one, there's another anime with girls and planes, and the no main character speaks Portuguese. And Plus time also to has time. good dogfighting. True. Yeah. Uh, there's like Groly Air Force, and Gripen speaks Portuguese from time to time, but doesn't make any sense as well. Uh, because the Gripen isn't uh, in any Portuguese speaking country Air Force. Uh... Well, at least the one she is. So, like, they gave her the, the wrong training material. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no. You also don't need to watch it. And there's also Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Uh Very good show.
0: Okay. Alrighty. If that does it, then that, uh... Means we can move on to our final segment, the retro anime review. Ray! Time to play the drop. Let's see here. Here's a slimy pizza we found in the garbage. Yeah,
3: they're um. gonna go
0: to the park late at night. Nothing wrong could happen there.
3: Nothing bad ever happens at the Japan. park late at night.
0: It's Japan, it's safe there.
1: Yeah, sure. Safe.
0: The tentacle monsters only come out in your bedroom at night.
1: Um, You haven't watched a whole lot of
0: hentai, have you? No, (laughs) I haven't. They catch you at school, too. (laughs) (laughs) You can find the Trash Pandas Watch Anime Podcast on Facetube, uh, Ubook, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And on Twitter, at TrashPandaPodcast. Anime. Oh, we also have a website, tpwa Alrighty. So our anime up for review today is a, oh, perhaps you heard of of it. it's It's off off famous famous It is It is Treasure Treasure Island or uh, in Japanese, Takarajima. It is by... Wait a minute, holy shit, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Tori, would you quickly read the five-star review?
3: Oh, we have a five-star review, and I didn't even know about it. Look at that!
1: What a smooth transition. (laughs) It's it's not important at all.
3: (laughs) No, it's just a a five-star I choose from. From LuluBella66. I hope I pronounced that right. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Love these guys. Aw. The hosts are awesome with their knowledge of of all the things we like that's out. Definitely like hearing about games, anime, and wrestling. They cover it all. Good listen. Can't wait for the next one. Well, there it is. (laughs) <laughs> there it is well here's the next one all right back to it so
0: treasure island <laughs> if you want to leave a five-star review and get it get it on the podcast you can go to itunes or stitcher um i'm very upset with stitcher right now guys yeah uh, we had we had 12 reviews now we have nine the so three just got deleted i don't know what happened
3: fantastic
1: yeah well i mean there's be a five-star review you can leave any review we're gonna read it. I don't know if, if we're going to read it on the podcast, but we'll definitely read we'll it. Definitely and, it. <laughs>
3: we'll definitely yeah, see it. Well, definitely see it. And, and take we'll in
1: consideration everything <laughs> and try to better ourselves. Yeah.
0: Well said, Kiki. Alright. So on to uh, Treasure Island uh, by Studio Madhouse and TMS Entertainment, so a co-production, uh, wow. by director Osamu Dezaki, Dezaki, uh, who, mm. whom also directed Ashita no Joe and Aim for the Ace, two other anime we have covered on the podcast. So uh, the guy's kind of a big deal. Kind of. To... He's, he's definitely two for two. Well, does he make it three for three? Well, the this anime, Treasure Island, came out in the fall of 1978, and I shall read the summary from Anime Planet. After the death of his father, the young Jim Hawkins has lived a quiet life helping his mother run their Admiral Benbow in but he and his mother's life change forever when the drunken scoundrel Billy Bones arrives at their door through a series of harrowing events Billy dies leaving Jim a treasure map that leads to the famed fortune of the dreaded pirate Captain Flint and with the help of two local gentlemen the trio along with Jim's feline friend uh, tiny little leopard named Benbow Set out to find a ship and crew to achieve their goals In the nearby town of Bristol They find the one-legged man John Silver Who joins their ship As well as several others However, as the journey begins Jim soon realizes that things May not be what they seem hmm. <laughs>
3: Suspense in the synopsis all right, all right. Since it's based I mean, on
0: it, a famous um...
3: book Treasure Island by Scottish novelist Robert Louis Stevenson. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> and after see and after seeing Anne of Green Gables, what were you guys' expectations going into this one?
3: Um I mean, my expectations were fairly high, obviously. Uh being that being that it would be I was expecting kind of another one of those uh love letters of some fa- to famous uh Western li- literature and mm-hmm. uh delivering kind of you know Delivery kind of a nice, nice little adventure. Really. Really just that.
0: A I nice adventure. I like to
3: okay. make f- yep, I like to make fun of the better One Piece. <laughs> the better One the Piece. Better One
0: Piece.
1: <laughs> Where the treasure is not a friendship like we all know. It's going to be the end of One Piece. Shut
3: up,
0: Hickey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. That is not what it's going to be. I swear. Hey,
1: hey, please, Hickey. That.
3: Oh, you please. know it. They're... You Hickey. know it. There will be no ending to One Piece, please.
1: That is also true. <laughs> that is also true. They might find the One Piece, which is the friendship, but then there's like, no, oh, that's not possible, and then there's a hint for the actual One Piece, which will be yeah. more friendship. The but missing and history of believe, the land. I don't believe, yeah, I don't believe I'll be
3: alive. And then, the, then they'll end it on the end, and their adventure goes off. Oh, boy. T H V. Heikki, what made, were your like, expectations? The, the Boruto of One
1: Piece. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, it was quite it was quite high because the the novels, like the Western novels about you know sailing the seas and mm-hmm. pirates and things like that, usually they are very good. Uh, so you know, seeing an anime, a nineteen seventy eight anime, just like any an of Green Gables, which is you know closer to to that time period of production, Mm -hmm. I I believe it will be a fairly good anime. And, well, it delivered with the adventure I was expecting from a Western novel. Of course, I have my reservations when it comes to the characters. And some, I mean, there's some, also there's some scientific uh, misunderstandings, especially about the Malaria. But I can, you know, I can forgive that. It's because of the time period the, the novel was written.
3: Yeah, right.
0: eighteen eighty-two. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the malaria, malaria the does come up the shit. at the time.
1: <laughs> Yeah, if you, if you contract malaria, you won't go around crazy killing people. <laughs> you know, I need to take malaria shots because really? I live in the tropics. <laughs> so I, some people sometimes, you know, they 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 get malaria. It's You just get a fever, (laughs) probably dies. Usually, you die, Uh, and they show that in the show as well. Well, When I was living in Texas,
0: I had to get malaria shots every now and again as well.
1: Yeah, you don't go crazy and try to kill people just like they showed in.
0: I don't know, man. If I got malaria, I knew I'd die. But that's not what happened with the guys with malaria.
1: uh I mean, you have also seen people in in the shape.
0: No, they just got drunken. They just got drunk and went fucking nuts.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I think the only guy who didn't know much was the one who was drinking, (laughs) but that's fine. And he he just (laughs) got cold murdered by the other guy. Uh, But yeah, no, you have you have the adventure, you have the characters, you have an interesting premise. You know, going around the 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 sea, trying to find this deceased pirate, uh, former pirate uh, treasure. You have, uh, you know, the, the the island, the mysteries of the jungle. Uh, yeah very interesting premise and very interesting show
0: so uh i've read the book uh numerous times um it's definitely one of my favorite books so i was very worried going into this one personally uh and i was mm. I my expectations were mixed because it had a heavy bar that was set with Anne of green gables another uh anime we watched for the podcast based on a famous western novel so would it deliver in being faithful enough to the book uh i wasn't sure my hope was it would be faithful but my expectations were definitely mixed Uh, just like
1: every anime (laughs) well
0: yeah so have you guys read the
3: book before
1: no, uh, I have not.
3: No, I haven't actually. I haven't read it. Like I've heard. I think I've seen parts of it. Like I have parts of it read to me before and stuff like that. But never actually read the entire thing. Okay.
1: Yeah, like it. it it's more the genre when it comes to adventure and like old adventure and things. I I prefer steampunk, you <laughs> know, and cold punk things like Julio Verne, mm-hmm. and those kind of of stories. So when I was growing up, I would go to those stories instead okay. of more of the 1700s kind of scenario with uh, the ending of the great navigations around the world and the decline of the piracy era. Okay.
0: So with that being said and uh, the, the book reference, um, what did you guys think of the story overall? Because the adventure is... The whole appeal to this, I agree with Hickey on that. So, did the anime go deep enough into it? Not deep enough? Like, what's your take on all this?
3: I personally, I mean, I think I think it's fine the way that like. Again, it is it is about the adventure. It's about getting the story. It is fairly simple for a story, but mm-hmm. I don't think it. I don't think it needs to be like for what it is. I don't think it would have been. I don't think it would have been beneficial for the show to to kind of overcomplicate it. And then a whole bunch of unnecessary uh things to the story. So for me I'm fine with the way, way it's handled. Okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My main issue is with the characters, but you pointed out like here in the next uh the next question question. So I'll, I'll just skip over for now. Uh definitely but I'll just say that the, the characters already make this the story complicated enough. uh so, if you complicated the story even more, it, 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 it would be just bad. Uh, I find it interesting that I was watching it and, and, and I just reminded of Pokémon. <laughs> it's basically the same premise. So you have like Jim with 13-year-old going venture uh, adventure the world because he's apparently he's old enough to do that with his black and yellow <laughs> animal. And then you have Pokémon with Ash with 10 years old. Or his black and yellow <laughs> Pikachu <laughs> going bent the world oh, I as didn't, well. I, I didn't like, think
0: about it that way.
1: <laughs> immediately, I was like, huh, that that looks familiar. Oh, yeah, Pokemon. All right. So,
3: so what you're saying is the Pokemon ripped off Treasure Island. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it couldn't, it couldn't be. Probably. The other... <laughs> Unless time travel, of course, is real. In which case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who knows, but yeah. Uh, the story is very simple. I guess it's it shouldn't be very complicated. Come on, uh, the most complicated part will be, I believe, the narration in the book, especially if Jim was narrating this story yes. in the book. But when it comes to uh, maybe like narrating through letters to his mother, things like that. Uh, but when it comes to animation, where it's it's more straightforward, no, uh, the story was good enough for the the way it was portrayed.
0: I did miss uh Jim Hawkins' self-narration. I was hoping that the anime would definitely have more internal dialogue with Jim Hawkins. Uh and we'll get into more of what I think of the character, because he to me was like the sole kind of negative on the uh, on the anime. Well, but um good.
1: My I also have a a character that is the the sole negative, but it's John Silver, so we can discuss that. Yeah, it's yeah, be yeah. which
0: which uh positive to it. So did, did it go e- e- deep enough into the story? I wish they went more into the actual search for the treasure. I thought that that was heavily rushed, with how they brought John Silver into. Um, figuring out the clues of the map, and it it just felt like it was too easy, which didn't I guess it just didn't transfer well for me. And then after that, it did it did get to a a, uh, a good pace how that handled. But um, the build at the start was very good with Billy Bones, and how there was there was a little bit lost in translation there on how much Jim Hawkins himself. Uh, related to the characters, and that was a big failure uh, to me with how uh, it failed to adapt the story where Jim Hawkins sees both J- Billy Bones and John Silver as kind of the ex facto uh, father figure in his life because his father was a sailor, um, and that's why he was a that's why he came to admire these two characters so much, and with the start. Yes, Billy Bones was kind of crazy, and it, that was portrayed well, but what? why did he make such an impact on Jim Hawkins itself, himself was kind of a failure, which I think in terms of John Silver, that was handled much better. I, I guess there was more time to go into that. So, that's where I wish it would have gone deep enough, but... As for the story being more on the simplest, simpler side, I think it was fine. Sorry.
3: Uh, yeah, nah. I don't really have any deep problems with the characters personally. Uh, I like John Silver. Um, kind of, kind of obvious, but I mean, again, <laughs> it's like the whole, the whole like who's this one-legged pirate thing. I mean. As soon as I heard the fact, as soon as I uh, heard that, <laughs> yeah, was kind of obvious. Right? John Silver, it's like, well, come on. <laughs> Like, sure. Who could it be? That was funny, though. Uh,
0: <laughs> Billy Bones is scared of the one legged man. Uh, oh, there must be a billion of those around, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there could have been. There could have been. I there wasn't. Was. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not that rare, but yeah, nah. nah but I like, I like him. Uh, Billy Bones. But most of us, uh, I mean, kind of just like, here's the pirate. Uh, so, yeah. First time i Jim Hawkins is... Uh, I'd say Jim Hawkins was kind of made into that, like, typical... What would later on become, like, a typical, like, show character of, like, oh, everything is new to me. I am experiencing so many things. Right. So, but again, I don't, I don't see that necessarily as a problem. I just see that that's... That's how the this anime decided to hand, handle his character. So I'm I was fine with that personally, so yeah.
1: He's a tough kid. <laughs> <He can be.
0: laughs> I guess that's how that's how it portrayed. Well let's get it let's get into the two character the two main characters, and that's the um Jim Hawkins and John Silver itself and their interaction between each other, because that's a big big chunk of the story and motivations. What are your thoughts over them? Uh, let's start with Tori, because then Hickey and I, I, I guess have more to say. <laughs> uh,
3: like, their interactions. Uh, they have many interactions. Uh, like, <sighs> I mean, uh, John Silver is kind of just, like you said, talk about that, like, a uh, bit more, you see a bit more that like father figure-ish mm-hmm. He becomes somebody that although i say they kind of replaced like father figure more so with friend because again japan uh so to me it's kind of like he becomes <laughs> he becomes the guy he, he kind of becomes the guy that he does the uh, choose to trust uh, silver big mistake uh <laughs> so kind of yeah me. like you know i i kind of i like the way even though like it's obvious I didn't like the way he kind of like weasels himself himself in there and like gains everyone's trust and kind of just like he's just a regular guy until he killed that one guy and it's like <laughs> yeah I was there I was there I saw him like and he's just blatantly lying and Jim is like he's lying you're lying and just like well maybe I killed him then yeah no that couldn't be of course not <laughs> yep not at all <laughs> and then the ghost literally comes back to <laughs> To get him, and no one still, no one's <laughs> questioning
1: it. Well, I mean, that's because you know, all <laughs> of them were tra- would betray the the ship captain and the uh, uh, skies and things like that. So, you know, they're like, Ah, oh, no, you know, it's it's ghost stuff. It, it's you, just, we I, don't know. I also just
3: like John Silver, finally, literally going up to. Want this ghost, I don't believe in superstition, motherfucker. You're staring it right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that doesn't really work here, although I guess he was right, he did win. <laughs> sure, take that ghost,
1: he kicked the shit out of the ghost. <laughs>
3: You the might most, already be dead, but I'll kill you again. <laughs>
1: yeah, the most badass one-legged man in the seas.
3: Dude. I love it, though. <laughs> the one-legged man. He's running like he has two feet when he gets to that fucking trash like he... <laughs>
0: Oh, he does that constantly throughout the entire show. Where hes He has Uh-oh. one leg, but his super crutch, and he'll always have a crutch, no matter where uh-huh. he is, no matter how many times it gets broken, he will have a brand new crutch on the ready. <laughs> I mean, well, you've I mean, got to be it's, prepared it's, when
3: you're lacking a foot. If you only have one crutch, you're
1: fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how they integrated the crutch to his character because when you know he's not with it, he's just fragile and weak. Yeah. He cannot move. He starts trembling for some reason.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind, that's kind of uh, that's a bit weird. Like I understand well, that's it's like, that's, it's the balance. Well, that's, that's balance
1: That's not weird. That's seventies Japan talking yeah. about. You know, DC or some... Uh, yeah, no, but I know. No, but <laughs> I know, right? Like,
3: what you're. It's easier when you have the crutch because you can balance yourself properly. It, without it, it's kind of harder to balance yourself up. It's like, try to stand on one foot for too long. It's kind of difficult. Uh, but it's. It's, like, it's not. It didn't bother. That's not the only thing that really bothered me, but it is. It's kind of funny. I was like, it's almost instant. It's like, I got no problem walking. And then it's like, loses crutch. Shit!
1: <laughs> I can't he just yeah, he's just in the <laughs> ground begging. Please l- please help uh, me. he's like you're gonna kill me. No, no, I won't. I'll, I just want my crutch because I'm I'm crippled. <laughs> and then they, they give him the, the crutch and he's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh Got but you. yeah, no, i I believe i I mean I'm joking, but I, I really enjoy that.
3: <laughs> uh I think it's like unintentionally funny at times. <laughs> Sure. Ooh, I mean especially, the, the, especially the, the scene that cracked the me the scene that cracked me up the most was uh
0: when uh Jim finds out officially that John Silver is kind of a murderer murderous pirate. That's when mm-hmm. they get to the island and uh Jim goes, John, you murdered him. Or Silver, you murdered him and then there's that maniacal slow CG type panning with the crazy Mm -hmm. artwork and he's just going
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just reminded me I was going to say I love the fact that he kills somebody He he, like the first kills he has on screen it's like where there's crutch and he just throws the crutch at people and they die I love that. He <laughs> like, yeah, throws right,
0: it into his spine. Sure. We have to believe that is like it, he threw it so hard into the dude's spine, it cracked in
3: half and killed the dude. Yeah, it's like, oh no, he got hit by the by the crutch. He's dead.
1: It's like what? <laughs> Wait. It is great. You know, it's great. Of course, Stop it's Bane. great. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's great. I love but it. Yeah, no, it's it's very funny. Like it, He's just he's just badass. He's a badass crippled man. <laughs> Uh oh uh, yeah, no when it comes to the interaction between both of them, I can believe more in Jim's character than Silvers uh Jim is a kid, he doesn't have a father mm-hmm. uh Of course, you know, you have belly Bones at the beginning, and it's kind of the, the the first kick where uh jim start you know uh Jim has the opportunity of going out and sail the seas and see what his father you know decided to follow, right instead of being, of being with him <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to to silver you know it's his i would say it's his first role model and even when he knows silver is a piece of shit a parrot, and a murderer he can still not like he can deny it's still his role model Especially like when the the ship captain got got hit by the the bullet and they need the water to uh to operate him and take off the bullet and uh Jim uh, goes out of the fort they're in because the parts are just uh encircling them uh he can he can go out of the fort goes to the river and is there and silver just starts shooting the the pot with water until he breaks it and Jim's like you were the bad guys and Silver uh, you know, replies with something that is actually true. There's no bad and evil people. There's survivors. If yep. you survive, you're good. You know, you're good yeah. enough.
0: The, yeah, and the, even, the lines... even after
1: that, Jim starts doing more crazy stuff, like trying to maroon the boat yeah. uh, because, you know, he, he still takes those advices. It's not mm-hmm. about being good or being bad. It's about being a survivor uh my problem is with silver silver character is inconsistent
0: inconsistent how so yeah very inconsistent
1: uh he he changes his idea sometimes he's a big douche sometimes he's a good guy and it it variates too much so you you never know what what is going on with him uh exactly
3: i think that's the point though (sighs) i mean part of it i mean i
1: i believe it was just lost in translation
3: Part of, no, for me, part it doesn't make is, a lot of sense.
1: But well, like, he's a of... he's a dick to to Jim. Like like I said, they need the water. They trash the 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 well. Jim tries to get water from the river. He just starts mocking and shooting a fucking kid. <laughs> like, and then after that, he starts helping Jim again, and then goes back at being a dick, and then still goes back and helping him. It's See, too inconsistent.
3: I don't, in for me. Opinion. For me, that is just kind of uh, him. It's the problem with you know him being the captain of the pirates, uh, because mm-hmm. on one hand, he doesn't have he doesn't have any like ill will or wishes towards. He doesn't want to kill Jim. He doesn't want to doesn't even want to hurt him. Really, he will do it, but he doesn't. It's not necessarily that he's like oh I'm I'm going to be a big bad meanie. It's more like he has kind of like Well he has essentially the two sides term and then you know and like the one side him where it's like he doesn't really have anything against Jim, and for all intents and purposes, he does actually see him as kind of a friend, and on the other hand, it's like he's got his pirate crew. He can't show that in front of them, because to them, Jim is the enemy. So he also has to be like the tough, bad guy. And it does come to bite bite him back in the
0: ass, too, at one point in the arc, where uh, he finally saves Jim like one too many times, and that's when the pirates uh, start to revolt. They even give him the black spot, which, uh, for, for those that don't know, when a pirate's given the black spot, it basically means every other pirate is now out to kill your ass.
3: <laughs> yeah. Which I did think it was kind of funny, because it's like they just draw it on a piece of paper. So it was just like, well, fuck it, let me eat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I I just cared. like, you think this paper means anything to me? <laughs>
3: rip. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like those moments where being an absolute badass. Just like everyone literally, didn't, you know, remember Billy Bones when he got the black spot. He was just like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, that end. was that
0: was awesome. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. When Billy Bones gets the black spot and it's this this rubber like ball, essentially, and he he's already a drunk. He's already had like a heart attack. So uh-huh. mix that in with you're now you're now going to be murdered by pretty much any other pirate that you ever come across. And you have until ten o'clock he he has an anxiety attack that kills his ass,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was hardcore. I was like oh, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> dude when that happened. I was just like, all right that's <laughs> that's just not like any of this is unlike a lot of other kid shows. <laughs> yeah Oh uh, no that was that so, was cool.
0: so unlike Hickey, I liked Silver's character because it showed three sides, and they all conflicted with each other uh yeah. because of like you said, Tori what circumstance he was currently in and how does it... how, Because his motivation is finding the treasure uh, at the end yes. of the day. Not we exactly... One might even caring, say he's obsessed by it. You might, one might say that, exactly. <laughs> uh, so he has he has uh, the relationship with Jim and he does develop a nice one. He has mm-hmm. the pirate side of himself and then he has uh, his own kind of self-being, Right. And his own, yeah. his own morals. So you have those three sides, and they clash with each other, and w- how how it all kind of comes together is um, trying to keep it separate, and trying to come out with the best situation, uh, depending on the circumstances he's in. So, what's a good example of this? When well, we can stick with uh, when Jim... Um, was in the duel with the other pirates, right? And and Silver goes, okay, I don't want Jim to actually die, so how can I save him? Yet, how can I keep my pirate crew on my side? Yet, how can I also use this to find the treasure? And he comes to the conclusion, uh, the fight was unfair, because you knew you are going to kill him anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can use Jim as a hostage for the people that will help us find the treasure. And yeah. there was multiple instances where things like that came together. And that's where John Silver, to me, was a really good character. Now, Jim's yeah. character was very one-dimensional with his only conflicting thought is, do I see John as my friend or do I see him as my enemy? Mm-hmm. And where Jim Hawkins really drove me nuts was his constant, uh, I won't listen to anybody, I'm just going to run off and do the thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. you had you no Billy one was Bones really helping that much, and no one, would, no one gray. would
0: present a, prevent him from doing these
1: stupid decisions. Uh, gray but... was Gray helped a lot.
3: Gray what? did help a lot, but remember what he said. Do you see? You should have seen his eyes, man. His eyes. Yeah, right. You want to stop him <laughs> like that? You want oh. to stop those eyes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> gray was so, cool though. I, I like Gray
0: as well. He was a, he was a good side character We'll get to the supporting cast in a second here. I I, yeah. I want to, I do want to finish this thought with Jim. So um, Jim Hawkins, from the get-go, when when Billy Bones dies, and he has the map, they know the ca- the they know the he knows the pirates are coming to murder them. Everyone in town knows that the pirates of the crazy guy Flint are coming to town to kick some shit. Right. So uh, Jim's first reaction is, I gotta get my mom out of here. I got the map. Uh, let's get to safety. And then uh, immediately negates that and goes i gotta go back <laughs> yeah
3: yeah no, he's got it's all like you got that you the get time. that dilly dally. we gotta get out of here and it's just like mom let's get out of here. let's run wait 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 got to put out the fire first i uh, can't have the lights on gotta do this gotta clear let's go wait hold on hold on it's like guy, hey, come on
0: <laughs> like i know I that he's look. 12 13 <laughs> but come on <laughs>
3: Nah, but I, I, right? I I personally I didn't mind that too much.
0: Billy Billy Bones says beware of the one-legged man who wants this treasure. He's coming. He's very dangerous. I'm sc- I'm so scared of this guy that I died of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim, go weird? find Hey Jim, there, we found this dude in town. He's going to come and join us on this treasure hunt. Uh, this he's one man. he's a one-legged man. Oh, I think he's a but pirate. he's a
1: crook. He's a cook. He shouldn't be a pirate. <laughs> right, and then Jim right. is just so quick
0: on a dime to believe this guy.
3: <laughs> well, he doesn't he doesn't believe him, but then it's like just like talks him to for a while and then he lets him know that there's a pirate in his tavern. He's just like, A pirate in my tavern? Nah. Not in this tavern. Nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> i love that moment because i'm just there like wow he's really trying to sell this idea that he's not a pirate <laughs> <laughs> just go send the fucking line, like where is this guy and you're like, he's over there you motherfucker get over here <laughs> <laughs> you start chasing him around top. Like, oh god i love that <laughs> It was interesting that we never
0: saw those initial two pirates again. Uh, well, one of them dies. He gets trampled to death by horses. Uh, but um, <laughs> Black Dog, we don't ever see again. I thought that was yeah. interesting.
3: He got chased away by... Uh... Yeah, he got chased away by Silver. <laughs> silver?
1: By By the most badass one-legged man.
3: Yep. I find it kind of weird, the way they describe him. It's like, he's the most evil of pirates. I didn't really ever get to see that properly. Okay, I'll take their word for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so how about the supporting cast?
1: Uh... I mean, they it, didn't, it depends. They didn't do jack shit and got killed off. <laughs>
3: yeah, like I like, like I said, I like Grey. Grey was cool. Anyway, his, his switching side was kind of weird. Like, no, I sided with the weak ones. Oh, sure. You you do you man,
0: <laughs> but yeah. Like, it's, it it's, it's uh... admit, it it doesn't make much sense in the book either. No, but yeah, I mean, like, what do you
1: with the the with the weakest one? Even yeah, after it, the adventure he where he donates his money to a free Ireland, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Movement and dies in battle.
0: Yep. He died valiantly I... in battle, though. He did. Yeah.
1: He to free silver. Ireland.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but like again, like it's it's pretty. Like he was a pretty cool character to me. Kind of just the way like he tries to he tries to protect uh, Jim. Obviously, he follows him, follow him uh, follows him <laughs> around. He also has that really really nice little one where they're dive, uh, diving in the sea there, and the shark comes in, and he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm knifing this thing to death."
2: <laughs> uh,
3: what a badass he is! <laughs> uh, I love that. It is. Uh, it was nice. And obviously, you have other people. It's like, oh, fucking Trelawney. Uh, he he could have been a little bit less of an idiot, but I guess that's fine. He uh, he got a bit on my nerves at times. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, I, think yeah I mean,
1: guy. most of most of the pirates, they just they just die from malaria. You, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't really really need you.
0: Well, i we would say much of them i would say and half of have... them died of malaria and then there was a the the boat you crew had that... to
1: kill themselves
0: <laughs> the, the boat crew had suffered from the one guy going uh crazy because he thought um everyone was out to get him no one would believe him so he lost his mind so he murders everybody but everyone dies in funny circumstances and there's, there's jim on the uh on the shipboat just watching all this happen
1: <laughs> they're refined. they're like what? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then Silver just comes back out of nowhere to the the ship.
3: (laughs) Pirates are just monsters. All they care about is killing. Actually, they're just crazy. (laughs) They're just fucking nuts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Out of the pirates, you have, you know, Silver and Puppy, and Puppy is the the comedy relief. Yeah. You don't really pay that much attention to him. And to the other side, the the good guy side, you have Grey, which is a actual good supporting character you have doc uh which has his role you know he's the mm-hmm. doctor there's no denying on that same goes to captain uh you have the the two other guys uh random guys one dies and it you know you, oh, have, yeah. you have the yeah. you have the 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 old man and he he dies and gets uh he's actually also kind of a role model to jim the the more like you know good side uh, of right. Jim goes seeking this old man and the old man just gets <laughs> shat on by silver as well <laughs> uh, and then you know that, that starts all the mentality of pirates are evil and they don't care about people right. at all uh, you also have the other guy, uh, the chubby guy from the two brothers that also dies and just reinforces <laughs> Jim's views of the pirates uh, you have the the pet aristocrat aristocrat that doesn't do anything yeah, i don't Trelawney. i don't know why he's there yeah he, he 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 just he's just there because he has the money to fund the, the, the
0: he has the, the money he, Yeah, he's that rich guy that wants adventure pretty much
1: yeah and you know he doesn't contribute to anything at
0: all oh uh, he does nothing no, no he's well, just I mean, he's just
1: rich and at the end at the end he helps with negotiating
0: ooh <laughs> Yeah, That's like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. What do you think he does? So, so then, what do you guys think of how it, how the story wrapped up from the moment they found the treasure till uh, the very last moment where uh, Jim's all the way back and he, um, you know, he's ended his like 10 year journey? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I first of all, I like the fact that there's an epilogue. I, one of the things that I miss, I don't, not every anime needs an epilogue, but. It's definitely one of those things I miss from a lot of modern anime and modern movies and series mm-hmm. in general, where it's just like kind of when it's over, when like the main point is over, it's done. That's what it finishes. So kind of the, the epilogue is, it's nice. I like it. Uh, it kind of gives you a little bit of a nice little insight into what happened. The whole treasure thing is like, again, it is where, where it wraps up. Obviously they would eventually find the treasure and they get to finding the treasure and stuff like that. It's, it's fine. I don't really mind. That's like not the most complicated thing to find. It's like for the for the back in the day. I would I would assume that in the riddle it was just to fucking get there <laughs> <laughs> and not get murdered by pirates. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the treasure wasn't worth jack shit when they came back. I-
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, with the amount of money that they got, it was
3: like, was that even worth it? <laughs> I, I love the fucking old dude, though. Like, I like, oh, funded oh, the island. Oh, it's like
1: pounds oh, uh, yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, that is a thousand pounds.
3: I'll buy a fucking farm and everything. It's like that's not going to be enough to afford anything. He's go, like, what? inflation, <clears throat> was, inflation was that much in ten years? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love that moment though. Yeah, after all that, they they each only got a thousand pounds. This
3: was yeah. nothing. I mean, well, I mean, come on, it
0: makes
1: to, sense. To, it's Talking the to, to the yeah, talking to the to the time period of the thing, a thousand pounds was a lot of money, but ah, still, it wasn't even found, enough to buy a farm. A cave. <laughs> yeah, they found they found a cave full of gold, and every all of that thing, all of that shit was worth a thousand pounds. It was like, all right, <laughs> okay, I guess. Uh, but the epilogue, like Tori said, I I believe. A lot of more than anime would benefit for having a epilogue.
0: I think so. And this
1: one is, no uh, this one is also very good. I just I don't believe uh, or rather I didn't like the ending of Silva uh, because you know he, his end is a little bit of like yeah he did a bunch of bad things but he lost the person he loved so that's fine. I was like no, <laughs> I I don't agree with that. It's like, oh, life tortured him because, you know, his wife, his very hot, dark-skinned wife died.
0: <laughs> and, Indian now wife.
1: and now he's alone. And like,
0: Well, that came way later. Like, he had a good life because it yeah, said, like, his wife, had a, like, yes, just died.
1: It, yes. <laughs> but that's basically, like, you know, the... How can I say? The, the old state of silver is basically his, you know, his... <laughs> Ugh, that is so dumb uh <laughs> his old state you know his precarious state let's play like that with everything dying around him and you know he's not not being able to care about himself anymore things like that it's his it's what he needs to suffer for the, for his crimes basically i was like no that's that's not good he should he should be all fucked up <laughs> <laughs>
3: i don't know i, I kind of like that moment where he's with uh what are you he doing, doing the with the parrot? parrot? He's like, yeah, on are the parrot? The just bullying
1: old. the parrot. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. I think <laughs> like the parrot just. He, he, he bullied the, the parrot. parrot. He
3: bullies the oh. shit out Come of him. Come on. Man. He says, you're not <laughs> old enough to fucking to stop flying oh, yet.
1: The, the fucking. <laughs> Fucking parrot is on the ground convulsing and he's like come I,
3: I on, know come it on. is it's all it's I all on. Like,
1: you can nah, fly. I I I'm like, I like Bones. that moment. you can still fly.
3: Don't give me this crap and then
1: the parrot I mean, just convulsing and start flying and he's like there we go. he's like
3: alright. I no, I like that moment. It's just like oh he's not willing to let go of that thing. That thing is just not allowed today. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. No, you're from I'm almost like fucking 200 years old or something. <laughs> That's that You better, was, you know, that better that fucking live. Was, <laughs>
1: yeah. That thing was alive for a long time. <laughs> uh,
3: nah. I, don't know, I thought yeah, was only... I was I like that moment.
1: Yeah, I know the, the epilogue, especially with Jim, you know, being. Uh, marrying the the little girl we saw (laughs) at the beginning and things like that it it is very cool i really enjoy epilogues in stories and that one was no different
0: yeah you see a conclusion and there's even a little setup uh at the end where Trelawney finds another map because he he, he's old he still wants to seek adventure he's sure that this is a new map and uh it sets up a sequel called
3: black sails ah where he finds another map. I mean, for fuck's sake! Well, when they and... it, it talk, talked about it, he was literally just like, oh, I've, I found it. Another treasure map of a fantasy. Just like, this is like the seventh time. God damn it. Stop. <laughs> I know you're rich, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the adventure's over, god damn it.
0: <laughs> well, it's not, because there's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Where they set off to find the One Piece.
0: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Jim Hawkins is actually Jim Hawkins' son is actually Luffy this whole time. <laughs> don't eat the devil fruit.
1: <laughs> don't want to eat the devil. All <laughs> oh.
0: oh. Alrighty. Well, uh I, I don't have much else to say about Treasure
3: Island. Do you guys? Oh, no. uh, not really. Like again, I really one thing that I did appreciate it though, it's kinda of just well not at the same levels of you know of things from the uh well masterpiece theater uh era and whatnot, I did like the fact that for a 70th show, the show looked pretty good, Looked pretty all right. I right didn't really have any problems with the uh with the animation or anything like it did take some hits after uh towards the end, but compared to what uh, to what uh, you would normally get with seventy shows, not pretty good
1: yeah i mean the the voice acting is also very good. Yeah. especially silver i can give you that the, the, that laugh that laugh is just way too good the japanese yeah, well, yeah.
0: voice acting was good the um yeah. i don't this,
1: know about the english one
0: well this is a uh, pretty famous anime in germany hence why it's easy to find the german dub and uh for your information Ooh.
2: the voice Ooh. acting in
0: german is quite bad and the audio quality is even poor even more porn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I watched like the yeah, first I mean, two episodes in German. I go no.
1: <laughs>
0: no.
3: <From laughs> efficiency.
1: You know, let's go back to Japanese. Uh, <laughs> Takarajima has a lot of problems uh, with story and characters, and you know, from time to time with production. But at the end, it was very fun to watch.
0: It was very easy.
1: You yeah, it's very easy. Very. It, it goes it passed by very quickly, and I, I watched it. at when i was very busy you know I'm, i am was taking my degree it was, there was a bunch of parties and ceremonies shooting and i couldn't care less about the show but at the end i i cared about it and i thought it was a very fun ride
0: would recommend it well let's get into real quick the community shout outs and comments and then we can give our final scores so community comments this one's easy no one's seen it <laughs> not even that surprised to be honest <laughs> uh, there was one uh, one fan contacted me on uh, my anime list he goes uh, uh, I think you guys are gonna like it it's um, it's sort of from an adventure standpoint like future boy Conan and uh, in a lot of ways yes I can agree with that and then uh, no one has read the book either it seems because it's so old <laughs>
1: Cause no one likes pirates.
0: Because nobody likes pirates. Cool I guess. <laughs> yep. Well um Tori, why, why, cu- why don't you read the community shout-outs? Just go through the little list here. Not so many.
3: Community shout-outs. Shoutouts to Brooklyn Podcasting. The podcast post. Podglomerate. Anime 69 land. I love that one. Wow. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> uh AVG2 Sav, however you're supposed to pronounce that. Ginex Media. Mike James Reed. Curio, Curio app. Yeah, sure. All right, African Princess and the PMB Pod. There you go. With that,
0: uh, I'll go first. I am gonna give the show an eight out of ten. It was very enjoyable, easy to watch. Uh, nothing was offending, and uh, or or terrible. Uh, despite my uh, reservations of the Jim Hawkins character. I thought everything else was um, very faithful to the book and um, not much to dock it for, but just dock it enough, 8 out of 10 and I believe it's my first 8 out of, eight out of 10 I've ever given on the
3: podcast
1: cool by guy who, who gave like 4 already
3: <laughs> <laughs> true, hey K, you can go next I'll go last oh,
1: this show is a easy, strong and incredible 6 but it's still very fun to watch and you should definitely at least watch it it's you know easy to go through and it's a seven shows with a western story and maybe who knows if you like it and if you want to see what the actual story really looks like pick up the book
0: There you go Not that yeah. much different not not as different as you think <laughs> Good
3: Nah for me it was uh it was a fun show definitely I do like my I do like me a good adventure this one is definitely up there. So uh yeah. Just a ton of fun to watch. Easy to watch. Went by pretty pretty quick. And I agree with Jenny. I gave it an eight. Yay. No.
1: Maybe I would give it a high score. You know, my, my score is usually production based, but uh I was busy with a bunch <laughs> of stuff and I couldn't care less about this show, unfortunately. Bad timing.
0: Oh well. That that uh that comes out to a seven point three 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 three. <laughs> oh, perfect! Not All bad, not bad for a um, for a simple little story being told in
3: 1978. Good stuff. Uh-huh. You see, Hickey, this is how you recommend shows. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> and naturally, uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the end of the Redleaf Retrocast without shouting out the retro gaming community that we're a part of, Retro Twitch. So go hit them up at Retro com. Uh, via Twitter, you'll find a link to their Discord. Very nice, enjoyable uh, community. And then, naturally, the Anime Radicals, which you can find them at Anime Radicals, in which we are now a part of in their little anime community podcast. Hooray! Yay! And you can look forward to an episode coming out soon via iTunes and many other podcasting outlets where me, uh, myself, and... Uh, the nerdum and other nonsense guys,
3: (laughs) Uh, go over 2019
0: gaming kind of an outlook and what we're looking forward to. So, look forward to that. And with that, Tori, why
3: don't you close us out? Sure, I can totally do that. I was absolutely prepared for this to happen. So, this has been the Red Leaf uh, Retrocast, episode 42, talking about Takarajima. It's been fun. I've enjoyed myself. But now
1: it's
4: over. Bye. Goodbye, people. <laughs> 元気でやってます